sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason last party of the weekend it's the halloween show and so we have some special guests on today let me bring everybody back into the studio unmute all the mics we have holly ann we have smiley and from the podcast dos pequeños we have eric carter landine and alex hi hi everybody welcome so first of all we gotta we gotta clear up Everyone knows Smiley, like apparently. You guys all know Smiley. Yep. Yeah, I know Smiley from way back. Because like yeah. I brought hey, I brought I brought you guys up and he's like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, we all know him. He doesn't know us though, man. He doesn't know. Let's see here. We have you, have to, you have to give me some reference. You didn't give me yeah. enough reference. <laughs> I said you worked with them at the hotel that you worked at. What more reference? Okay. But everyone would say that every single time I said I worked there. They'd be like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> one of 300 people. Sure. And then there I saw them in the dressing but, room. Okay. But, but we all worked in the same restaurant. So uh, that was yes. That was the there thing. Was, there was oh. only one Alex there. So. so question, what was it like working? Because Smiley's told us stories. But what, what's, the oh, real, yeah. what's the real story working with James? I mean, what was that like, you know? It was awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I loved it. He always he's always kept me very entertained, especially at okay. work. Um, the kid, he knows lots of music, and uh, me and him really just, like, melded when it come, came to talking about music and whatnot yeah. as well. So. He would tell you. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you can always count on Smiley just say, like, the weirdest, most random shit sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it would totally just, you know, make you laugh or freak you out or yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause like we, you know, he always tells stories, and like the, the the thing with James is he'll tell a story that's a you know quite a whopper, and you're like okay, and then and then it's always true. You're just like yeah, uh, all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> Fact check his ass; it'll come out right, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, you guys host the show Dos Pequeños, which is a local New Mexico comedy ghost podcast. So what? what paranormal. Are, paranormal, 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 yeah. paranormal. Sorry, I didn't. I don't want to upset. No. Anyone. I don't want to. I live in an old building. I don't want to upset anything or anyone anywhere, anyhow. Uh, so tell us where that all started from. Well, I, uh, you know, I actually feel bad. I shouldn't probably take this down. No, no, I, leave, uh, leave it up. Leave it up. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about. Oh, it. Oh, we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, I, I have another podcast, and um, Alex has had been a guest on it a couple mm-hmm. times, and. We just had a really good vibe. We've always got along. Um, we've known each other for probably close to 20 years now. And um, I had wanted to do something like this. And when I was talking to Alex about it, he kind of got excited. And we started kind of planning it out. And it all just kind of came together. And it's been a really good partnership. I'll, I'll let Alex talk about it, too. But I, I really enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. And it's cool. I, I'm into weird shit. And both of my podcasts are pretty weird. So... <laughs> Oh, 
before we get anywhere, I want to I want to I want to correct something that you guys. I was listening to one of your shows. I was listening to the Press Club one. It's the Wells. Oh. It's the Wellesley House. Wellesley. Okay. That's you. Well, you guys. Is it me? It's probably me. No, both of you. You were like, you were like, you were like, you didn't know <laughs> how to call it the Weasel House. No, or you called it the W House because you couldn't pronounce it, but it's the Wellesley House. Oh, yeah. And I, I actually can't wait to talk to you guys about your adventures at the Press Club because I worked there. She did, yeah. And oh. had to close it by myself many mm-hmm. nights, so I have stories. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear all of them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, go ahead, Alex. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What was I going to say? You were going to talk, about- talk about the show. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it worked out well. I think that it's it's a really cool idea because um, I come at all this from a very skeptical point of view. I really don't believe in all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes at it from a very much of a lever point of view. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed learning some of the history that's just involved with all of it. So nice. it's, been a, it's been a blast. Yeah. And I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, th- there's a guy that uh, I've like I've done podcasts around. We haven't done a podcast together, but Ben Radford, that guy's that, yeah. guy, that guy's something else, man. Like he's like the foremost. Like now that uh, I can't think of the guy's name who just died, but now um, um, go ahead. Oh God, what's his name, man? Uh, Randy. Yeah, Randy. the amazing um, Randy. The amazing Randy. The amazing Randy. And now that he passed away, like I think Ben Radford is like the foremost skeptic you know, guy that he pretty much debunks. Uh, and he lives here in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's something Dude, else. I haven't listened to it that was, yet. It, it was amazing to be able to have mm-hmm. a, um, an interview with him and just kind of pick his brain for a little bit. He's a really interesting guy. And uh, I really like the way he thinks about all those things. Yeah. And he, he does a show called squaring the strange. Yeah. And uh, he's something else. Alex and I were texting each other during the interview when we were like, oh, my God, dude, this is so cool. It was just interesting to, to hear his take and, and his approach to things. He's just yeah. such a smart, smart guy, and it was really a lot of fun talking to him. Yeah, yeah, it was an easy interview. It was, it was just fluid. Well, yeah, I mean, nice. he talks to, like, I mean, he's used to doing it. He does, like, CNN. He does, you know, his history channel. Like I, he does all kinds of shit, and it's funny. I was really like, lucky to get him on the show. Oh. I, yeah, I and really was. I follow him, and like you know, he sends like people will send him like death threats and stuff, and he'll post it. <laughs> and you're just like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I haven't got that death threat, that first death threat yet. I'm waiting. Well, on I've one. gotten three. Nice. Right. Yeah. I'll get there. I've gotten. We'll I have. I, I have gotten. I have gotten a cease and desist. I have. I have crossed that off my list. Um, <laughs> And the organization no, that sent it to me. I haven't gotten any death threats yet. I got the You've cease. You've gotten three? No, yeah. That's yeah, just, I've yeah. Had three. Well, I got three. I got a cease and desist, and the organization no longer exists, so I guess I won. Yeah, yeah. you can continue now. <laughs> I, I get. So the weirdest death threat I think I've gotten so far is just somebody who's followed me since before I came on this podcast. And then they started listening to the podcast and they heard some opinion about something that isn't political. I don't even remember what his opinion was, but he sent he would send me death threats like every day for weeks. Cool. And then I called the cops on him and now he doesn't do that anymore. Damn. A totally stable guy. Yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> really nice. Well, is it one of those things where like you got you get one like every day, you got it you got a death threat every day and then finally they stop and you're kind of like I hope he's okay. He just couldn't find a way to be creative anymore with them. Yeah. He was just like, "Well, shit, I don't yeah. know." All he those things that already hasn't been said. All the the word template <laughs> death threats ran out. Yeah. 
<laughs> or he's just stalking me now. I don't know. Uh, Great. Get so, those bars in the window. So you guys basically like got together. You were like, you know, because Eric Eric does uh, True Consequences, which is in the background there. So you guys were like, you know, let's do a let's do a paranormal one. I mean, is there any kind of paranormal thing in in your background that you were like, you know, I totally, you know, had this happen to me? Either one of you that like now I want to do this kind of podcast. Who wants to go first? You or me? Um, I mean, okay, I'll go first. Okay. I mean, horror stuff and ghosts and all that fun stuff always kind of inter- interested me. You know, I, I was really into the misfits and all that kind of horror punk back in the day. And um, um, so it, it, it kind of fell into my lap, you know. But um, I, I've only had a couple of weird instances, but I think I can explain things away, you know. Um, I think my what the one real big thing that happened to me, I think that could be attributed to uh, sleep paralysis. And then the other one, I just really don't know, which was I saw a really big bright light in the sky in Colorado in the middle of nowhere and it just got bigger and bigger. And it was like two o'clock in the morning and I ran in to get somebody to be like, come look at this. And it was already gone. So, but so, I mean, but I don't know. I mean, nothing crazy. I want to see something. That's mm-hmm. my thing is that I kind of want to see some proof that, you know, I want to see that um, there is maybe life after death or um, a Sam Squanch or, you know, aliens or something. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel like I was kind of forced into this. My parents, I remember being three years old. <laughs> my parents let me watch Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. That and fucking then, clown doll, man. Yeah. <laughs> that and then and then my dad's like, Oh, now you like that, so let's watch uh, Children of the Corn. And then he used to chase me around the house like with his eyelids eyelids flip Malachi. Malachi. He wants yeah. you too, Malachi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's always kind of been part of yeah. you know, things that I've been into since I was little. In the library, I'd always gravitate towards the UFO books or the Bermuda Triangle or anything that was just weird and unexplainable. Um, and then in terms of like personal experiences, I've had some dreams come true, which has been really spooky. Um, very specific, like creepy stuff. And I can talk about that later or whatever, but it's, it's weird. Yeah. Eric, you and I have like opposite like trajectories because my parents did the same thing. My mom, you know, I've, I watched aliens. I watched, you know, uh, all the nightmare on Elm street when they came out, I watched poltergeist and I'm like, the, I'm like, I don't want nothing to do with that shit, man. <laughs> Like they're, they're like I watch, some... I watch a horror movie almost every single night. Oh, serious? Like, like no joke, dude. I seriously watch one almost every single okay, night. Okay, so the second hour. So we started this last week, and this, in the second hour we do is we call it. It's like our wavy hour, and we're going to talk more about scary movies. So okay, cool. Yeah. And I got a list from Crystal. All right. So oh, kick ass, kick ass, kick ass. I watch. So I watched two this week. So I just want to let you know how. I, and I watched two that are supposed to be the scariest movies of all time. And I want to let people know. How oh, shit. This. So that's teased for the second hour. So come back for that. Um, okay. So anything from our lists that we gave to you? Uh, yeah. No. But Boom. in in a way, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You like you like. Um, no one wants to hear about your movie, Smiley. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> He asked us sorry. last week Fuck to tell you. him recommendations. And apparently he was like, yeah, no. Well, because James, because I have a lady friend and sometimes I don't get to choose things. <laughs> okay. That's okay. okay it's called life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, I don't live that. Uh, so, Eric, have you had like a ghost experience? Like, you know, like Alex? 
Uh, I haven't had a ghost experience, but um, like I said, I did have some dreams come true. One in particular was uh, my parents had separated when I was like six years old. And when I was about 22, I started having these weird feelings that I needed to find my uncle. And it kind of came out of nowhere. And I had a dream that same week that my mom, my dad, and I were in a hotel room having a conversation. And I remember every detail. Like I remember the bedspread and the carpet and the way it smelled and everything in the dream. And probably within four days of having that dream, I told my mom about it. She said, it's never going to happen. I hate your dad. He's an asshole, whatever. And then suddenly my dad reached out to me out of nowhere, called me and said my uncle was dying. And we all ended up in the same town, in the hotel that I dreamt about, with the same bedspread, with the same carpet. It was insane. Wow. That is pretty pretty eerie right there. Yeah. It have freaked you, me out. Have you foreseen like nuclear weapons flying out of anywhere and explosions? Yeah, can you let us know ahead of time? <laughs> no, it's it's funny that you mentioned that though. I was coming back from a work trip this week and I was on Google Maps, you know, navigating back mm-hmm. and there was a big uh thing on the side of the road and I looked at Google Maps and it said missile silo. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't think that's supposed to be labeled. <laughs> uh, it's if it, over here. Yeah, if, if, it, if it is, it's it's old. It's an old Okay. Because, yeah. right. I mean, there's a bunch of those all over New Mexico. That like For people who live outside of New Mexico, you will be driving along, and there's a lot of New Mexico that is perfectly flat, like Kansas. And all of a sudden, there's a perfectly symmetrical hump. And you're, <laughs> and you're like, what is that? Oh, missile silo. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. No, those are... The, the I se- guess I've never spotted one of those before. Really? Oh, no? Like, yeah, I um, guess I've never... If you go down near Los Alamos or... Um, yeah, pretty much in that area. They're, you know, I guess they're like, they were like, we blew them up around here. Why don't we just put some more? Fuck just them. keep them. Fuck them, man. Now they're just decoys. <laughs> maybe we do. Maybe we don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a real missile silo. Who knows? It's a maybe decoy. it's not. I know there's rumors about some missiles being stored in the Sandia Mountains. I've heard that rumor several times. I don't, but I don't so. know. Yeah. I I will talk maybe. to you off the air. In there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, um. So yeah, and then like, and then so then I've done I've done uh, Eric show True Consequences, and we did talk about a ghost story that I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you think did you think that was a terrible one? I mean, I don't know, I don't know how you felt about that. It was no, I thought that, it was cool. I that mean, was the moment that like I've never. So I grew up around a mom who believes in the supernatural. We had wind chimes in our house, not outside of our house, but like inside of our house. She would collect wind chimes because wind chimes supposedly, when the spirits come through, they'll they'll hit them, you know, and activate them. And, uh, and for me growing up, I was, you know, always very skeptical and should I tell, should I tell that story? I've told the story before. The yeah. Show, but... Tell it. I want to hear it. So my old co-host, Billy Belmont and I, and our friend Candace, we were all partying, uh, downtown at the Blackbird, uh, Bouvet, which is no longer around. It's now the, uh, red door downtown. And on Sunday nights, we would often party there and we would, run into the owners and they would be like, Oh, it's almost uh, midnight on Sunday. You have to go out on the back so we can lock the door and kick everyone else out and keep drinking. Um, which you of know, course the place is no longer there. So it's, you know, you, you know, you can't bust them. So we were there partying till like super late, like three or four in the morning on a Sunday night. And because we were not there legally, we couldn't go out the front door. So when we went to leave, they're always like, yeah, just go out the back and it's a push open gate. And so Billy, Candace, and I walk and push open the gate. And immediately to the right, 
next to like a big grease trap out in the alley, a guy like like gets startled and he like jumps up. Oh and, yeah, I remember. I did. Yeah, I remember you telling. Yeah. Him either I think it was get vocal. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and so he starts. This is a good story. He starts walking away down the alley. So we're kind of like walking behind him, and none of us can remember exactly what he looked like. And so he's walking about 10, 10 feet in front of us. He's not far, but you know we're far enough behind him where we're not messing with him. And then we get to the end of the alley, and he turns left. And, I mean, we're right behind him, and then we turn left as well, and he's completely fucking gone. And if you go in that alley, I can show you. There's no way he could have, like, ran, sprinted. There's no place to go right Nowhere there. to go. And all of us stop, every, and, like, we're like, where the fuck did that guy go? And we're immediately all just like, what the shit? And that is the only time in my life that, like, something crazy like that has happened. And I know it doesn't, like, everybody's like, well, he ducked away. Y- you couldn't. You can't. He would have had to have, like, something would have had to have grabbed him and pulled him out of, the, you know, off the ground and up into the sky. And maybe he got abducted by aliens. Uh, maybe. I don't know, man. I've seen some shit downtown. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, some, I've seen hey, some shit. I live I downtown. I live We're downtown. Working, working off of 4th Street and then right off of 1st and then living in Baradas, man. Like, I've oh, seen man. some shit downtown. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- I mean... Are we all telling ghost stories now? Do so it. I can tell some Get it on. Stories. It's, so it's when Halloween I first show. Started, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> when I first started working at Press Club, I, uh, I was not a skeptic, but I was on the fence. I was like, I believe these things can happen, but it's never happened to me, so I don't know. And, of course, when you first start working there... Everybody tells you that you have to, when you walk in to open, you have to say hi to the building. And when you leave, you have to say bye. And if you well, don't, just you make a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's just polite. So I would do it out of respect for everybody, just in case these. Yeah. And um, the first time I had to close completely alone, no regulars stayed with me, nobody else was working. Um, up at the top, if you've ever been to Press Club, above all the liquor, there's a bunch of weird shit on the shelves, and it's from, I mean, I don't I don't even know everything that's up there, but there's no air conditioning vents up there, there's nothing that could have been up there, and four wiffle balls that are up top hit me and fell around me while I was trying to close, and I said, okay, alright, like... I get it. But then I tried to explain it away. I was like, well, maybe the building shifted. Maybe there was a mouse up there. Like, I'm not going to lose my mind. So uh, I started having one of my favorite regulars stay with me after that night because obviously that's terrifying. So a couple of weeks later, this is when I became a total believer in ghosts. Um, I was closing down. There had been a huge party. And oftentimes, drunk people will get stuck in press club because there's <laughs> different levels, there's weird doors. And I heard coughing, and I thought there was a person stuck in the bar. So I start walking around, and I can't find the person. And so I asked the regular, did somebody walk through here? They had to have walked through here. They had to have walked through here because I can't find them anywhere there was nobody so i said okay that's enough i don't i don't want to play this game i'm tired of your bullshit 
and the big metal door between the bar and the stairs that go downstairs slammed really hard. Hmm. And I said, okay, I'm sorry. I was mean. And I, that's when I started leaving gin on the bar. Okay. Before. I was going to, I was going to ask if you were leaving gin. Yeah. Yep. I, I did it that night. There was other things too. Like there was a spirit there, um, that was black and would scare us. It was like, you almost walked through him. That's how thick he was. Wow. Um, but if you left gin for the for the bar, I swear that stuff wouldn't happen. So would it be gone the next day? It would. Really? What happens if you leave tequila? <laughs> I don't. I, I wasn't about to try. The cocoa machine is just the, overflowing. The ghost is all. The ghost is all. I was not here last night, man. I was not here last night, man. There was a bartender who would leave her um, whiskey instead. Because she felt like she wouldn't have had gin at the time that the bar was open. Oh. Um, and there were no complaints there. So, hmm. Yeah. Have you, guys, uh, you guys were talking. I was listening to the episode where you guys were talking about the press club. Have you guys been since you've, you've talked about it? No. No, everything, everything shut down. It's like as soon oh, as we okay. started the show, pretty much everything yeah. really shut down. Uh, um, so yeah. we, we had some good plans. Like we were going to go on like ghost hunts and take yeah. fans with us and stuff. And it just kind of shut it down. So oh. we're like, we'll just stick to the podcast. You know? uh, so the press club, it's funny because like when you guys describe the press club, it's pretty hilarious. Uh, you're like you're like the top floor is the first floor. It's not. It's totally not. But you do you do talk about like how it like has weird like half upper floor. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. But it does. I only, I only went there one time, yeah. and I was trashed. So I, I really oh. don't remember much of it other than the yeah. bar and the front <laughs> entrance, like yeah. the front entrance. Well, it has a, it has, it has the, it has the, 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 the floor that you walk into is the middle, and okay. then, and yeah. then, and then the, the bar you walk down to. It is weird, and then, and then there's like a lower level where it has a, a kind of like a living room, and then mm -hmm. a pool table room. Right. And then that goes out onto the back deck. But then there's also like I don't know if you guys knew this, and I I, I didn't hear the whole episode, but like there uh, there's apartments that they also own that people mm -hmm. live in. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. fuck that, I'm not living uh, in those apartments. <laughs> the important. apartments are fine. The yeah. scariest part of Press Club, honestly, to me, mm -hmm. is the poker room, um, oh, way which upstairs? is upstairs. And when you're in there by yourself at night, closing up. Mm -hmm. That is the most terrifying place to go, and sometimes the light would turn back on after mm -hmm. I turned it off. No longer mm -hmm. the poker room. What no. was scary about it? Was it was it just like kind of yeah. the feeling of dread, kind of a thing? Yeah, or? there was like a really uh, heavy feeling in there, mm -hmm. but also you know um, some nights you would have to turn the lights off in there three or four times. Yeah, that's now the podcasting room. Get the clapper, oh. man. Clap on that shit. <laughs> so something you important. You guys should go to, do the podcast in there. I'm telling that'd you. Be that'd be sweet. Yeah. So something important to know about our show and about Alex and I is we don't fucking know anything about anything. No, not at all. Um, no, you say that, but I laugh. I was laughing. I was like laughing through the whole thing. I was like, this is great. Yeah. Neither one of us. Welcome to the welcome to the sister show of that. We're like, I don't yeah. fuck. I don't know. I'll tell you, we, we embrace it. We embrace it. We're like, yeah. we don't that, know. That's, what, just... that's why it works, though. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we say, so, hey, we don't know. We're dumbasses. So I was on the board. I was on the board for a year. 
And, you know, they definitely like, te- you know, it's weird because, like, I never saw ghosts, but they talk about ghosts constantly. And mm-hmm. um, the thing about that place is it, like, you, you were hitting it on the head. You had the history down. And, like, the thing is, is, like, they, they did sell it to, like, a, f- a fraternity, and, like, they still have, like, some of the paddles and stuff. From and the we fraternity? have a bat behind. Well, yeah. when I worked there, there was a bat from the fraternity yeah. uh-huh. that we would pull out and sometimes hit the bar if you were being annoying. Uh, but that was still there for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting, yeah. And, like, the other thing, too, is, like, it's really old, and, like, it's starting to, like, shift off the foundation, like, down the hill. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a ton of, like, craziness. So it's one of those old buildings I, I really feel like. So the house next door, the Wellesley Foundation house, like, you know, they it's a weird thing where they, like, do money back and forth and try to, you know, preserve it. And, like, within the next 10 years, I think they're really going to have to, like, do something and keep it from sliding that because it's a weird probably gonna like also it was i don't know if you if you guys knew this it's the it's the 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 restaurant in the movie beer fest yeah oh really yeah <laughs> well shit they show it and, um, and like it took me forever i was like where is that because i think i watched the first 10 minutes of that movie man and i was like what the fuck oh. like broken lizard that wasn't broken lizard's best you know <laughs> really i think it's fantastic i don't know i thought it was pretty funny yeah but, what, what was uh, the island one? That was I thought that shit was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was good too. Yeah, uh, uh, Pinot Lope, remember? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, my my favorite my favorite thing is like all the records from Club his Dread. Club Dread. Club Dread. There it is. Uh, yeah. sea, sea shanties and wet panties. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that movie. It's fucking. Uh, yeah. So Smiley, you gotta have like nineteen ghost stories. You, you know he does, man. Yeah. Oh, I got a bunch. I got a He's bunch. Got one. He's uh, sitting with them right now. um well i don't know i used to live in a haunted house uh that was that was of course you did on purpose uh no no (laughs) found out later was it that Uh, spot that you lived with your brother uh no no i lived there with oh wait wait, yeah (laughs) wait i i lived (laughs) no i I lived uh the place on wellesley or there's that name again. How come we couldn't say that in our fucking podcast? I don't dude? know. We couldn't, well, seriously, we, we couldn't think, say Wellesley. I think because of the way it's spelled, it's really spelled really. Well. The only way reason That's I know how I, the only reason I know how to say it is because they constantly brought it up in the in the meetings. So there's right. a fucking T in the word. Like there's a goddamn T in the word. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it stressed me well, out. There's, there's the last place I worked at. That place was totally haunted. The old Ooh. art bar. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll agree on that. Yeah, that place is nuts. So it's on the corner of Gold and Second. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so smile. Has that weird ticker tape right above it? Yes. No, it doesn't. That's gone. They took that. They took that's that gone down. Now? So it's across the street from the Box Theater. Mm-hmm. And it okay. was it was the art bar, and then it was the wine dive. It was jazz bar one time. So I'll agree on that because, like, James and I did – we did 10 drink minimum there for a year. And every single person that worked there was like, oh, yeah, there's some crazy shit happening in this building. But that's an old building too. I mean, it's well, not fucking impressive. Well, now there. Uh, I mean, you could probably open a restaurant there. They have all the stuff already for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to open a restaurant. I just want to be haunted. Like when they opened the wine dive, I walked into the wine dive and it and it looked exactly like the art bar. And I was like, "Man, it looks like you guys did a lot of work here." And by work, I mean you turn the lights on. 
cool. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. job at that. Good job. Because it was all no, the same furniture, it. all the same shit. I was like, this is hilarious. But no, that place I'm pretty sure was haunted. It, I never saw anything, but. Oh, for sure. Well, no, it'd be like things like. Uh, like the, the lights upstairs would go on. Mm hmm. Except the only way to turn the lights upstairs on is to go upstairs and turn them on. Oh, you're talking and about no in, one... in the attic area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went up there once. And, and like, you have to climb, <sighs> like, a ladder mm-hmm. to get up there. And I was like, no one, no one's, we're in the middle of a busy shift. No one is, is climbing a ladder. <laughs> you're all, you're all, I need some more copper mugs for Moscow mules. Do, do, do. Go away. No thanks. <laughs> uh, Why are the ghosts always just fucking with the light switches? We don't have any more. <laughs> because they're just like, ah. They're like or, uh, simpletons, oh. afraid of lights. Yeah. Well, okay, one of the weirdest one is uh, there's a uh, there's a, uh, a drinking water valve next to one of the ice machines. Hot water doesn't actually link up to it, and it was just spewing out hot water one day. Huh. There's no hot water valve for it. And we're all, what is going on here? It's pouring out like hot water from the drinking water thing. Oh, it's not even connected to hot water. That sounds like a demon to me. Huh. <laughs> totally. Obviously. Yeah, hey, I can't well, work just, <laughs> so, And of course, it's a restaurant, so you're pragmatic. Well, yeah. just use the other one then. Yeah. Stop <laughs> using the one that's shooting boiling water out. Use that for tea instead. You see, right, right, right. <laughs> Why didn't you quit your last job? Yeah. Ghost told me to. <laughs> I said, I said, get out to, and i said okay time to change it up <laughs> um so eric i uh am kind of fangirling a little bit uh not to take away from dos Buquinos, but uh i am a true crime crazy person dun, dun. and i listen to your uh your true consequences quite a bit um do you, you think your experiences i i literally have binged almost every episode at this point wow. so i'm yes i'm crazy but um do you think maybe your experiences from when you were young is what makes you believe that um like this the paranormal and supernatural stuff exists so your little brother and all that stuff do you think that plays into your belief in that stuff well can you can you tell like what 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 she's talking about like can you oh yeah, well, back it's a it's a total bummer. So <laughs> um, I, know, I was like, I don't want to bring it up, but I feel like it's pertinent. Well, but it, yeah, you know, it's it you know it, it feeds like the, there's a reason why Eric does true crime. I mean, the, you know, yeah. the, the true crime yeah. show, and I mean, it, you know, people should go check out his show. And absolutely, I mean, but there's a reason why. Yeah. yeah so when I was uh, six years old, my brother was brutally murdered by my stepfather. He was a baby, um, and then there were several years of insane physical and all kinds of other abuse and stuff. And I don't, I don't want to bring down the vibe of the entire show tonight, but uh, that's the gist of it. And, and it's possible that that, that definitely played a role in me kind of seeking out something to bury myself in or to to hide in. Mm -hmm. And I think like the idea of unexplained paranormal stuff was an easy escape from Mm -hmm. the daily horrors of life. Um, So I think that there's definitely some of that. I think some of my experiences, like when I have the the dreams that come true or, you know, things like that happen, those things kind of solidify that for me. And uh, I don't necessarily feel like I'm 100% a believer because as we went through Dos Buqueños, we started to see there was a lot of flimsy truths around a lot of these legends and stuff like that. Right. Right. Um, 
but I do think that there's more to this giant universe than we can see and that we understand. And I think the chance that there's actually intelligent life somewhere else is, is probably pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, the chance that there is any kind of life in other planets is, is very high, I think. Okay. Um, so, but I think you're right. I think that does play into my curiosity about weird stuff and uh, <laughs> sometimes morbid stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's a good insight. He gets dark with it, man. So, <laughs> well, I'm the same way. So I had a lot of things happen to me when I was a kid, and I think that's why I like. When I was a kid, I wanted there to be ghosts. I wanted mm-hmm. there to be something beyond, and yeah. I think that's also why I'm into true crime. Is uh, a couple weeks ago I talked about a case, and I got attacked because they were like. I didn't like a Netflix documentary and uh, they were like, why? Because you want graphic (laughs) (laughs) details. And I I said, no, I want like justice. I want the details of the case, not, you know, somebody's opinion on it. Um, So I think when you have a lot of weird stuff happen when you're a kid, it leads you to want to find the truth behind things. Well, yeah. And I think you want to understand like, I want to understand why people like my former stepfather are the way that they are, why they do the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that's definitely a big part of it. And um, true crime's always been there along with the ghosts and the aliens and all the other stuff for <laughs> me as well. Um, so, yeah. Whoa, a door just shut, <laughs> a door just a shut in my house. It's a ghost. <laughs> I'm serious. A door just shut in my house. Yeah, I heard it. You're serious? Yeah. I don't know where. But I'm gonna look real quick. Hold yeah. on. Your okay. Please do. One of your neighbors. They're kind of crazy. I've met them. <laughs> I've met them. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a smoking area behind his house, but I've learned to go smoke in the front. Where it's safe. Yeah. The front seems less on There might be some street people, but they're less weird than his neighbors. That, that's creepy because, like, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a door that goes out to the street connected to my house. You have to actually go into my building to get into my apartment, and mm-hmm. a door just sounded like it shut, and no doors are shut <laughs> except you know the ones that are for the outside. That's good timing. <laughs> Well, all right. Are you sure it's not the wrestling team that lives above you? No, that that was happening all weekend. <laughs> no, group. no I, I live a, below a, a father who gets his children on the weekend, and he lives in a small like. Is that what happens? 15, okay. 15 by fifteen feet by ten foot apartment, and it sounds like Ooh. SummerSlam sometimes. Yeah, he's oh, got, yeah, they all got pogo sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that was creepy weird, man. That... Just be happy we don't live above you because our yeah. daughter likes to wrestle now. Yeah. It's like WrestleMania. Oh, no, no, this, just hear... no, no. This, the guy has three kids. It's, it's you know. It's a stomping parade. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a let's lift the couch. Let's drop it. Let's lift the couch. <laughs> let's drop it. You know. Uh, man, that, that, that was freaky as shit right there. Um, did that freak your chili, Chris? It did. It did very much so. Uh, now, now every noise is like, ah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, Eric, you host the show uh, True Consequences. Yeah. And it's it's been quite the hit. Um, so, 
you, you know, you've done the the West Mesa Bone Collector, yeah. um, and then you know you're you're going to talk about the Toy Box Killer that hasn't come. You haven't done that one yet, right? That one hasn't. Come that was yet. number one. That, that was, was the first. That was episode. Oh, that was the first episode. Yeah. So that one, I feel. Like, <laughs> I'm just well, I didn't know if it was that. I, I, you know, I don't. Oh, there it is. I see. Okay, I was looking at this. Um, so that one, man, like they based like the movie Saw off that guy. Um, he was a he nightmare. Was a sick individual. Yeah. He was a literal nightmare, and yeah. I grew up. I grew up in Socorro, yeah. and it's so close to TRC that when that happened, I remember, like New Mexico, I feel like lost its innocence in that time because we we were watching this stuff happen with Ted Bundy and all these other killers mm-hmm. around the around the country. You know, that's something that happens in Oregon or that's something that happens in California. It doesn't happen here. Right. And suddenly we find out this guy's been operating for 40 years yeah. and nobody knew like it shook, it shook everybody. I well, think. and I, I feel like they don't even know how many people he killed. They don't, they haven't found no. a single body. Yeah. And, and I doubt they will because they had such intimate knowledge of, like, the landscape and stuff. And if you think mm-hmm. about New Mexico, like, I hate to talk about it like this, but I'm writing, I'm, tr- I'm attempting to write my very first book about killers in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's crazy about New Mexico is our landscape is perfect for a serial killer. A hundred oracles. And that, you know, or, oh, no, no. or a cult. Oh, we have those. <laughs> we have those, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I lived in Estancia, New Mexico at one point, and there is a story up there about a a guy who went missing and they claim that his wife threw his body in the salt. What is it called? Like salt field? Oh, the salt, salt Lake. Yeah. Salt Lake up there. And I've heard I about this know. story actually. I've heard. I, yeah. 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 Like I, uh, I met people who like knew him. Because, again, I'm a true crime weirdo. So, of course, I hear that story. <laughs> and Tell I'm me like, more. I have to find this lady and meet <laughs> her and act like I want to be her friend and just see how I feel. I think she totally <laughs> killed her husband. <laughs> After her, do Carol Baskin. Nice. Well, I know that one, too. <laughs> so we know. We know that one. We all know what happened. That's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Clear. So- Eric, you did a. You, I haven't listened to it yet, but you did one on the New Mexico prison riots. What yeah. made you decide to do that one? I mean, that one's. I mean, what's you know what's the. I mean, it, it, you know, the book's been. You know, I've read the book. I've, you know, it's fucking. Yeah. It's brutal as shit. Well, I think want to do it is a strong phrase. Well, but I mean, where, where um, you know, like, what's the true crime in that one? I mean, other than just telling the story, I guess. Yeah, so actually my friend Lydia, who has been a guest on the show a few times, she wanted to do it. She had researched it, and she mm-hmm. she presented most of that episode and tortured me and terrified me because it was just so gruesome. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, cut it was bad. Cut the guy's head off. They like, uh, took the, cut the guy's balls off, stuck them in his mouth. Yeah. But the one dude's head. a blowtorch involved. Blowtorch, yeah. Yep. That's right. Burned the guys out with the blow, uh, eyes out, right? And then they stuck the dude's head on a, on a broom handle. Mm-hmm. Just you know, mm-hmm. you know, a Saturday, you know, just like normal yeah. stuff. Just Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah, so so Lydia, that was her her idea, and I let her run with it. And I think that might have been the first episode she did with me. Oh, okay. And yeah, it was it was. Uh, I learned a lot. I didn't know as much about that uh, until she she kind of schooled me on it. Yeah. And she did, I think she did a good job. She was pretty thorough. 
Like that's the like like that's the one that they like. If you want to be a prison guard, you should maybe listen to your episode or read the book and mm-hmm. then go. Okay, I still want to do it. Or fuck this, you know. Well, <laughs> I worked in a jail, and during training, they would bring that up. Mm-hmm. Like they would talk about it, and I corrected the person teaching the class. So I was like, "Excuse me, that's actually not what Excuse happened." Excuse me, they used a blowtorch and not a lighter on the eyes. <laughs> I'm like, "You're downplaying this." I think the guards should know that, like, don't have a blowtorch near yeah. prisoners. They didn't kick yes, him in the also, balls; they cut his balls off. Also, don't have a snitch policy. That might be a good place to start. Yeah. Also, that like mm-hmm. maybe don't create an environment where maybe they feel like they should lose their mind. Right. I don't know. Whatever yeah. you do, you. There was a lot of things that went wrong in that whole situation. You know, oh, that's why it's what that was why it was one of the greatest or greatest uh, <laughs> worst um, riots that ever happened there. You know, in America. Welcome to the greatest riot. Yeah. Which way you're looking at it? Right, yeah. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, it's the it goat. That bad. <laughs> I mean, it is the greatest one that ever happened. Right. Uh, I have uh, to be so careful because. Last week, I got, or the last week when people got mad at me for like being into true crime, now I'm scared to say things like it was the greatest serial killer of all time. I'm like, I'm not a fan. No, you have to yeah. follow it up with, well, there yeah. are lessers. There, there, well, are, there, are, there are some lesser some ones. Way worse. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why I think um, the show Man, uh, Mindhunter, is it mm-hmm. Mindhunter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On uh, Netflix, if you've never seen it. Um, like I'm not I'm not a big like uh true crime person or whatever, but like that show like I was telling people I was like, Man, that show gives me the heebie jeebies and they're like, Oh, is it gruesome? I go, Well, it's all mostly just them interviewing. And they're they're like basically mm-hmm. acting out the interviews that they interview the serial killers and man, that is fucking terrifying sometimes what they say. You're just like Oh my god. And then uh what was the guy from the first season, the the serial killer the, the big Oh, um Oh, he was the first series. Um, uh, the anyway, like they're interviewing him, and then I've seen like the the comparison to the real ones, and I mean it is. He's so good. Yeah, he's so he good. Was yeah, awesome. He was spot on. Yeah, and I was like, this that, but I mean that makes it more terrifying. I'm like, that's really what the dude said to the <laughs> fucking people. Like, yes. and have you never seen the have you ever seen the show Mindhunter? And, I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it's so good. Have you, have you watched Evil? No, I've heard. Oh, I've yeah. heard it's good though. Yeah, Ed Kemper, I've, I've Ed started Kemper. up. I've Ed gotten Kemper. a few episodes in, and I'm I'm liking that one, man. Uh, so, was it so, Richard Beck? It, no, Ed, Ed Kemper. Kemper. Ed Kemper. So, Alex, right. if you've never heard, if you've never seen it, it's it's a show about how they started the serial killer division of the FBI. And so, like the like documentary style, or is no? It all, it's a bio. Okay. It's like it's like an actual like show. And they, mm-hmm. they created the agents' names, but there were real people. And then they, they show the agents like they don't show they don't have the real people's names, but the actual real person went to John Eastern went to Eastern New Mexico where I went to college. And yeah. like I and then he spoke there whenever I went to school there. And uh, so they would interview um, serial killers and they were like telling their you know, the FBI up higher ups, we need to like mm-hmm. start focusing on these people and they were like no 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 they're not re- this isn't really a thing and they were like no it is and mm. 
Ed Kemper was well, the Well, f- because yeah. if you think about it, like, in that time, that's probably unimaginable to them. So yeah, to course. us, it's, like, yeah. normal that serial yeah. killers exist. Yeah. But back then, it's, like, unimaginable that there are human beings who can, you know. Murder a bunch of people. So, so I don't know. Kill people. I don't know anything here, but I'm pretty sure that John Douglas is <laughs> is the guy that wrote the book that the show is based off of mm-hmm. because it's about how he created this whole system of profiling serial killers. Mm-hmm. And before him, it didn't exist. Right. You know, they they called them spree killers. They they didn't understand yeah. the psychology. And he got so good at it that he could just tell you. You know, he would go to all these other precincts mm-hmm. and say, this is what your killer looks like. This is what they do. Yeah. This yeah. is, you know, it was amazing. And, like, what their motivation was yeah. and if they hated their mom, which he's just a genius. Like, mm-hmm. whoever, I don't know. But he went I don't to, know yeah, what happened yeah. to him as a child, but it must have been terrible. But, well, he went to Eastern, to he went to Eastern New Mexico <laughs> University and he was like, oh, Jesus Christ. There you go. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> here's a killer. Happened. Everyone here's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did though. That's where he went to school. I was like, that's crazy weird, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My true crime obsession mm-hmm. makes me think that certain people around me are serial killers, like yeah. all the time. I have a neighbor named Bruce. I used to have a neighbor at my apartment that I was pretty sure was a serial killer. Um, but now I have a neighbor. He lives across the street from us, and he runs a halfway house, and he's also just bizarre and takes notes on everybody all day <laughs> and he's watching he's right serial now killer. <laughs> he's gonna save the world i tell you and i my whole family thinks i'm weird because i'm like interested in it and i like i don't stalk him or anything but oh. i just keep an eye out when he walks down the street oh um, and he does the same for you yeah i'm sure he does honestly <laughs> um but uh, somebody asked me why I'm so interested and I'm like, I'm excited to finally be that person in like a Netflix documentary about a serial killer and I'll be the only person who won't be like, I didn't suspect a thing. Yeah. He wasn't quiet at I all. I heard fucking <laughs> chainsaws constantly. Did you, wa- did you watch the Chris Watts uh, documentary in, on Netflix? Yeah, that's what I got in trouble for. Yeah. So, But I, I was thinking like, you, you want to be that friend that is like something's wrong. I called yes. the police right away. Absolutely. <laughs> there was constantly power tools. Constantly. <laughs> he wasn't building on the house. I checked the records. The carpet Every, cleaner everyone, companies constantly coming over. Yeah. Everyone interviewed is like, oh, he was the nicest guy, and I just would never. And Holly Ann's like, no, I knew the entire yeah. time. You know what's crazy is everybody in this neighborhood, like, so pretty. So the people who own our house have lived here since they were children. And they grew up with him. He also lived here. Mm-hmm. And then our na- our other neighbor across the street, she grew up here. And they knew Bruce when he was a kid. And they said that his mom used to w- make him, like, wear a helmet all the time. She's and all- if he ever drives a car, he wears his helmet because he doesn't want to disappoint his mother. She's oh, all- 100% a serial killer. <laughs> Bruce, where are you going? I'm going to go yeah. kill some cats, Mom. Put your helmet Man. on. He puts his exactly. lipstick on. It reminds me of someone I used to work with at uh, at 
where we used to work. I don't know if I should say the name of the place. Um, <laughs> I say it all the time. It's just as long as you have no connections to it anymore, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's the Hyatt. Um, but yeah. remember that guy that used to work with us that he would always rock out. He'd drive, ride kind of a weird bike. Always mean as hell, too. He was like a cleaner at night. Yes. Oh, my God, man. Like, I know name? exactly who you're like talking about. Like a cleaner? So it sounds like who she's describing. Like He was what, always like watching group? every... No, I wanted to say it was Jeff or something like that. If, oh, if, if, my neighbor were, that lived up there oh, at the apartment. You know what I'm talking about now? Jeff. You know what I'm talking about, Smiley? Or was it Jeff well, or was it Jeffrey? Her neighbor's name was Jeff. Oh, shit. Well, maybe that's... That they thought was a serial killer. <laughs> I am almost 100% sure. he wasn't. If he wasn't a serial killer, he had prisoners in his apartment. <laughs> no, no. You just I, said what? Not in his apartment, <laughs> up in the ducting. he so i don't know there was a lot of weirdness with jeff and i used to talk about him on the podcast all the time um and then uh it got it got like really weird with him like he looked in our windows one day and we were laughing at him (laughs) because i wouldn't laugh at him don't do it. No, you, yeah. you didn't I know he was looking have, in through the windows? Yeah. I'd be like, how are you doing today, Jeff? I hope it's well. Well, <laughs> after the day that I caught him like looking in the windows and saw us actively laughing at him, <laughs> I was really nice to him. <laughs> Just actively pointing. Y'all, there's Jeff. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> that, there he is. There's the one we're talking about. <laughs> there he is. Anyway, so now we'll know. I'll be like, well, she did tell us about this guy named Jeff. Yeah. yeah. It's either Jeff or Bruce if if I go missing. I feel like Jeff okay. is not what his mom calls him. She probably calls him Jeffrey. 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 Kill them all, Jeffrey. Or it's Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey. Bring me their skin faces, Jeffrey. I feel oh like there's going to be another door slam here in a second. The bank. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Chris, oh did you not ask the building to be nice to you before you went in today? I, I, I no. So did you <laughs> say man. hi to the building when you went in? Jeez, man, how many things have died in there? I've, I've been in in your well, building. Well, I don't really dude. count anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's too much. <laughs> I threw myself out of the second story window. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I was on acid, but well, no, no one here would be shocked at that. No one here. I don't know these guys that well, and yet something just tapped. Uh, I'm not shocked. I know. I know. Something <laughs> just tapped. Like just made, did like a tapping. I heard that. Yeah, I heard it. What in the fuck? Oh, maybe they hear me. Uh, Hi, is- guys. I'm not there right now, but I want to say hi. This is freaking out. <laughs> I heard it again. There was something like something again. Yeah. I don't know. That's man. crazy. I hope Chris I is haunted. And now I'm sad we're not in the studio because you know I live to be frightened. Well, I'm not so. happy about it. <laughs> I have to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> well, you can just text me about it all night. I'm totally fine with that. All right. That's that's. Yeah, sorry, like, go- I'm, I'm not sorry, saying ghost. I hope it escalates, but I hope it escalates. I'm sorry, ghost <laughs> people. <laughs> I just want to see like things flying around. I don't. You know, know. Like, I don't. I don't at all. Nope. So I'm not. I'm not scared of ghosts, man. Like I don't think that ghosts can really harm you. 
You know, if, if it's anything paranormal, I'd be kind of afraid of. It'd probably be something like, uh, uh, I don't know, little choop choops or Skin, um, Skinwalker. Skinwalker is fucking scary. Oh. Yeah, um, terrifying. Well, yeah. James is. Uh, are you Danae? Are you you're Danae, right? James. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So you do. You guys do know you about the know other my, my yeah. clans or anything, yeah. or you want to see my actual card? So, so we used to have. We used to have. So we had James. We have James on the show, and then we used to have Billy, and they're both Danae, and they would tell stories other than the Skinwalker stuff. Like you know, there's also like many. You know, you know that they can't look at a lot of things, or they'll die. Yeah. yeah. Like you know about this, right? Thanks and everything. Yeah. They'll follow you home and kill you and your whole family. Like yeah. there's a bunch of stuff you're not oh. supposed to do. Uh, David in the chat says Santa Fe Brewing Company has a ghost. Which one? The main? The tap room green jeans? Or the brewery as a whole? Does it travel between Tin Can the Alley? Green? Yeah. That's <laughs> they, interesting. Are we are they talking about they like they have their own like Ghostbusters department and they have it in a facility? They caught their own ghost. Right, I, I just pictured like a, a business ghost with a briefcase going yeah. from yeah. site to site. Oh, <laughs> he just walks. I forgot. I forgot to bring up the ghost that came home with me from Press Club. Okay, yeah. what? let's let's end the first hour with that. Okay. Okay. Oh, teasers, so, teasers. This was. This was. Do you want me to end oh. with the story yeah. or tease it? No, end okay. it. Okay. Ah, so, hold on. Let's let's tease it. We're kind of we're at the okay. end. Okay. So I completely uh, forgot that part until yeah. just now when I was thinking about we're gonna we're gonna boats. you're gonna tell that story the second hour and you guys are gonna stick around for the second hour for the movie yeah so it's gonna yeah, be for sure, cool for sure so Gotta refill my drinks well go ahead uh, you guys go ahead and promote your show and you know shows go ahead right. how can people find you how can people watch you. <laughs> Uh, so so Dos Pequeños is wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, whatever. You know, yeah. we're also on Facebook. All of our social media is Dos Pequeños, D-O-S-S-P-O-O-K-Q-U-E-N-O-S. Um, I fucked that up like several times in the beginning because yeah. yeah. it's so hard to spell. <laughs> yeah. It is. I was trying to do the promotion. And I was like, "Good lord!" And then, and then, like, <laughs> I learned how to do the enye on yeah. uh, on uh, my computer and on my phone. I've, nice. I've learned how to do it on my phone. I still can't figure it out on my computer. I don't know how to do it anywhere. Somebody <laughs> could teach me. Nice. Yeah. So we we wrapped season one in um, August, I believe, and we have a Halloween special coming out on the thirty first. Um, we also have an interview with an actual Sasquatch coming out on the yeah, 30th. Get, get fucking ready for that one. It's good. To I'm serious. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. So, so that's exciting. And um, once I'm done with season three of True Consequences, which is consuming my entire life, um, we'll get back into recording for Dos Pequeños. But I'm excited about season three. So True Consequences, again, you can find that show anywhere you yeah. listen to podcasts. Um facebook true consequences pod and um that season launches november 1st so i've got three things going uh in a row <laughs> yeah. uh, basically every day from the 29th through the uh through the first of november Dang. uh true consequences.com dos pequeños.com yeah cool that's that's where to find us all right james smiley uh, as per usual, you can uh, check me out on Midnight Texas. Uh, that's uh, filming, or I'm sorry, streaming on Hulu or the NBC app. 
Uh, if you want to check me out, uh, try to find me in the background on Netflix currently. It is um, help me out, Chris. You're on uh, Daybreak, The Brave, uh, Midnight Texas. Uh, that's all I can remember. Yeah, that's good enough. Good things uh, to stream. Look for me in the background. I've never uh, seen you there, but you know whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's he say he's in all of those movies now. Dude, he's is in he the acting he, now, finally. That's awesome. He does background work, and he's in the Brave. Like he's in the Brave. Like he's a hostage on a plane. He's a SWAT member, and then he's a, home, and he's, like a he's like a homeless guy. And then uh, Midnight Texas, the first season, he's a vampire bartender. In the second season, you're a waiter. Yeah, I play the waiter in yeah. the uh, I play the waiter in the diner for the entire season. Red. Yeah, and that's then, cool. And he, it never stops being fun to be like, oh my god, I know you. Yeah. There's James. Oh, and then he never says this. He was in the first Avengers. Really? Well, you can't, yeah. Nice. You can't. You can't see me in there, though. I'm just yeah. in the credits. You're just fighting, you know, Captain America. That's all. Which is just <laughs> a dude dressed up like Captain America. Yeah. And you're fighting him. Yeah. One of the scenes. Whatever. Who cares? Nobody cares. No one. No one. No one saw that movie. Died at the theater. Never. Nobody. Yeah, I don't think it did very well, man. I don't yeah. think it did very well. Well, I can't point out where I'm at, so it's not. I'm like, I don't know. Right. At least in everything else, I'm all. That's me. Hey, check yeah. that. That's me. Right. So you're just collecting royalty checks. So, now, so here, here's. Let me, let me, let me explain to Alex and Eric what Smiley does. They call him. No. He goes and he places P.S. Uh, uh, little. Uh, what do you call it? What is it? The. P.S.P. P.S.P. And drinks vodka all day until they put him in a scene. Does that make mm-hmm. sense now? They feed me every six hours. They pay you for that? Yeah. They feed me every six hours because that's <laughs> He's actually a, a principal. He's a principal extra for NBC. They actually pay him extra for that. Do you have your side card? I, I, um, I don't have a side card, but I am contracted by NBC Universal. No, because uh, to, to get the SAG card, you have to talk. And once you talk, then you get less work because you can't yeah, do background right. stuff anymore. So you got, do you have oh, yeah. glossies, man? Do you have glossies? I do. I do. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to fucking work on those. I'm going to go to Glamour Shots and get my fucking glossies going. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Holly Ann, what do, you got com- what do you got coming up? What do you got yes, going? I guess I'll suck. <laughs> um, Love you, Smiley. Okay, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. At Hollybird Comedy, um, uh, Twitter is more uh, my political views. Um, just warning you. Um, and then Instagram, <laughs> you'll see more ki- more pictures of my kid than anything else. Uh, and TikTok, I'm just dumb on. Um, and then for the first time in nine months, I will have a show in Greeley, Colorado, November 20th, and I am so excited to be there. So please buy tickets. Um, I heard that it's going to sell out pretty quick. Uh, there's 150 seats available. So go buy your tickets. It's going to be at the uh, Millennium Event Center in Greeley, Colorado, November 20th. Kurt Fletcher is headlining. You don't want to miss that. And that's all I have. I like that guy. That's my birthday. I really wish you wouldn't have said for the first time in nine months we're going to do a show because that kind of came off weird. Everybody's oh, like, everybody's meant- like, oh. <laughs> You now, know what I mean? Now For the first like, time in nine months, I will be on stage. I know, is what I, know. I should have said. Finally can go on stage again. We're going to do a real show. Uh, <laughs> For the first time in nine months. I can't wait till I get to do one. <laughs> what is Holly hiding? Sorry, Chris. 
Uh, no, I just thought that was funny. I was like, that's funny. Uh, we're live every Sunday night from 6 to 8 p.m. here on Facebook.com forward slash 10 drink or our YouTube channel in something called Periscope. Because uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I chose that because Twitch for me, I don't really, you know, it's more of a gamer thing. Maybe we should go back to that. Who knows? What is Periscope? Uh, it is the Twitter. No, Twitter. Twitch. No, Twitter. Twitter so owns me on Peri- Twitch. Okay, Periscope is owned by uh, Twitter. So I don't know. Anyway, I, think I remember hearing about that like five years ago, right. and it just kind of disappeared. It, it was like literally the first place you could just go live and just record, yeah, and people like could comment on it. It was like the fir- it was like the first one, um, and I, and I had to choose a third one because I was like I don't know whatever bucket you know because I tried Twitch and like you know. People were like, "What game is this? Fuck this!" <laughs> You're not a hot girl, you know. Anyway, uh, You're not have, cosplay. What right, the hell? right, right. We uh, we have our website tendrigminimum.com and uh, Dos Pequeños Tendrig Minimum and True Consequences. We are all members of the Borellas Podcasters Guild, so check out the Borellas Podcasters Guild.com. And there's a fucking gnat right in front of my camera. Um, <laughs> Other than that, we'll be back for the second hour here. Let's do about 7.10. Everybody take a break and go do what you got to do. About 7.10, we'll come back. Um, And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll keep drinking as you should as well. But always remember, never get too drunk to jerk. Never get too drunk to jerk. 10drinkminimum.com. We're live. We're back. It's the Billy Hour. Let me fade myself in here. Um. Yeah, welcome to our Halloween spectacular. And let me unmute and bring everybody back in. James barely made it. And now uh, we have Holly Ann here. We have Smiley. And from the podcast Sorry. Dos Pequeños, uh, we have Eric, Holler, Eric Carter Landine and Alex. Alex, why do you uh, never give your last name? Is that like a running joke? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So I figured it, 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 it kind of has to do some something with my um, profession. All right. Ah. Oh, okay. So I figured yeah. out uh, the noise in the background. Is it me? Oh. So my. Oh, no, you're friend, talking about the door slammings. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So what it is is my friends gave me a um, helium balloon, like one of those uh, metal ones. That's shaped like a star, and it's a Halloween one, and it said Burnett is hell on it. And it gave me that 13 days ago, 13 days ago, and I, I and it still f- is touching my roof, floating around, so it keeps hitting the ceiling fan. <laughs> so that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm disappointed. Me too. It was a ghost that did it, though. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm, you know, could it be a ghost? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'm gonna say it's the balloon. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. go with the balloon. Um, I had weird noises right when we went to break, and I didn't know what it was. That's called farting. And I was like, Holly. Oh God! It's called I farting. Summoned a demon. Holly's like, um, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, how dare you? My, my headphones. Um, they what? <laughs> uh, my headphones stopped working. Oh, that's, oh. I, I'm that's, a, them. that's a ghost too. Yeah. That's a ghost. <laughs> um, no, my cat is being an asshole to my dog, and they were literally throwing down outside of the room. So let's make fun of this Ryan Patrick Freeman photo 
Do you think he took? He was really working. <laughs> do you think that guy was really working, or do you think he just took the picture like he acted like he was working? No, he's obviously working in that photo. <laughs> Clearly, he's working really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think he was like, "Here, take a picture of me working." <laughs> I I help people. <laughs> no, that looked really candid, Chris. How rude. In- influencer style. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's uh, super candid. So Holly, we went to the break and you teased that you brought a ghost home from you with home from the uh, oh oh here we go. He says what the picture's from. It was from the Albuquerque Rage oh. Room. Rage. So apparently this guy Ryan Ryan okay. Patrick Freeman he uh, suffers from rage hall. <laughs> He's a cat or a Tyler. It's fine. I mean, at least he's not punching holes in his wall or his girlfriend's right. wall. I, or I'm, I'm, I'm totally we messing with him. Drywall alone. I'm totally messing with him. He's actually our cohort from uh, the Barillas Podcasters Guild. He uh, is one of the hosts of What's Up ABQ. So we're just, you know, totally messing with him. So hello. <laughs> he's he's a, uh, pretty much any time Chris yeah. says to fuck with somebody, I just go full yeah. on. Now oh, we're full throttle in it. Tell jokes. Yeah, this, yeah. This guy looks like his radio has a hammer in his fucking picture. Uh, so Holly and you, you brought a you brought a ghost home with you from the press club. Let's hear I about did. this. I want to hear this story. Um, this was probably the scariest thing that happened to me when I started working at press club. So, when I started working at press club, I also had a demon in my life called my ex boyfriend. Um, <laughs> He was terrible. Chris knew him. Yes. He was just a terrible human being. He's he, a magician. He was, so that's all I need there you to go. say. He was so he bad. Was a, he was a magician? Yes. Yeah. No, nice. I'm sorry. He is a musician. Magician. 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 He's gelling with Magellan. Not a musician. I don't know. Magician. <laughs> right, right, right. How often do you think that happens? He's like hitting on a woman. And they're like, you're a musician? No, magician. Yeah. And they're like... <laughs> And he goes like this. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. He thinks it's cool. That's the bad part. Anyway. Um, I got to so know more. I, I got to know more. Did he walk around with, like, a cape on and shit? Um, <laughs> like, ah, a top hat. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, no, but he would carry magic tricks around with him. And <laughs> when we would be on dates or anywhere, <laughs> he would do magic. Nice. That's that's. They're all, uh, sir. You could write the tip in right here, and he's like, or I could let the receipt disappear. <laughs> and they're like, or you could write the tip in right here. Yeah. Or you could just like get the <laughs> fuck away from me. Um. Yeah, they can follow you home. Um. So I was living in my ex-boyfriend, like. Casita, me and Crystal, Crystal and I, not me and Crystal. That's terrible. Um, and we both love spooky things, Crystal more than me, if you can believe that. Um, and we were living in this like tiny, tiny little casita in Borellas, and um, nothing had happened to us the entire time we lived there until I started working at Press Club, and all of a sudden. My refrigerator would open while I was in the shower, home alone. The refrigerator (laughs) sealed fine. I checked that. And that's how it started is my refrigerator would open 
And then this refrigerator was shitty because, surprise, surprise, my ex was cheap. Um, and so, like, our food got kind of ruined. Um, and then I started talking to my coworkers. They're like, that's weird. When did that start? And I said, when I started working here. I said, do you have any other, like, things going on? And at the time, I said no. So then it escalated. Because I ignored it. I was like, this is not, um, yes, the Ghostbusters vortex thing. Yes, exactly. Um, and then uh, I would get in the shower and that same, like, dark spirit I was talking about earlier where, like, you would walk through it and you could feel the change. I started feeling that every time I went home. And the crazy mm -hmm. thing is it coincided with a bunch of my coworkers not feel well, not a bunch. There was four of us. Um, they stopped feeling that at the club. Mm. And I started talking to everybody. I'm like, weird stuff is happening. Like, I would wake up from a deep sleep and feel like somebody was staring at me. And I would wake up and I could feel the tension mm. of, like, something there. And so uh, I was talking to somebody who went into press club all the time and they told me that I should just, you know, ask them nicely to like go back to the press club. Um, Piss off. <laughs> and uh, you know what happened is I very respectfully said like, hey man, you're ruining all my food. Um, <laughs> like you're creeping me out. I don't like it. Like, if you could just go back to the press club, you could come with me to work. We could still be friends. It'll still be cool. I don't feel like you're going to hurt me. And it, a week later, yes, exactly like the worst roommate I ever had. Watched me while I was in the shower, while I sleeped, ruined all my food. Um, Rebe and I had, roommates like, watch you in the shower? Yes. That, that's a thing uh, now? Oh. Right. He's a creeper. Terrible. A creepy um, creeper. <laughs> very <laughs> creepy ghost. Um, and then I talked to it like three or four times. And then suddenly everybody felt that spirit back at press club. And my food was fine in my refrigerator. But it was terrifying. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Well, you know, one of the things I've, I've kind of noticed over this last season of us, uh, you know, doing a lot of this work is... Um, sometimes a lot of these things, like, especially like with the hat man or, you know, the little hag or whatnot, um, is that, uh, a lot of times these things will happen to you when you're having a lot of, um, strife in your life, you know, problems, a lot of negativity mm -hmm. in your life and a magician will bring that into you. Oh the yeah. World. Especially uh, this magician. Somebody recognized it. Especially you're this asking magician. For a demon. You're asking for a demon to come to your house at that point. You really are probably. <laughs> I'll tell a story. So when I met Holly, she was with the magician, and I immediately didn't like her because she was with the magician because he was kind of a douchebag. Kind so. of? No. Totally. <laughs> I don't know. Chris is so nice. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. Sorry. So wait, you've dated more than one magician? No. No, but that, no, no, oh, okay. no, no. When I met her, she was with the magician, magician, and I was like, wow, I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty by association. He yeah. was infectious with his asshole. Yeah. Did that affect the food? food at the press club. What um, food? 
We had hot dogs, so this yeah. is another funny story. <laughs> no, 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 no. We I... had a hot dog machine mm-hmm. that I Whoa. one time <laughs> cartwheeled over because I had to carry it. And I think the ghost who followed me home tripped me while I was carrying that hot dog machine. I'm not kidding. So, uh, yes, it did affect the food also, at the press club. Also, I affected the food at the press club because we were like, because <laughs> I was on the board and I was like, we have hot dogs? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, are we supposed to have hot dogs? And they're like, yeah, but we don't. We, we lose more than we sell. All right, no more hot dogs. Yeah. So I affected we the hot dogs as well. We I would take them home to Mitchell is yeah. where they would go. Right. Because no one would eat the fucking hot dogs. So we, we, we I affected <laughs> the hot dogs. We nixed that shit out. Um, and Good then, call. Yeah, it was a terrible. That hot dog machine was dangerous. Popcorn, okay. Hot dogs, uh, yeah, no thank you. The popcorn I'm was sorry. a whole other story. Like, no, besides the ghost at Press Club, the, the popcorn haunted yeah. me more than anything else. Wow. <laughs> people don't know how to eat popcorn. Yeah, no. motherfuckers. So um, we're here with you guys, and, and this is the Billy slash Wavy Hour. And we're here to talk about scary movies now. Because, like, we, we started this last week. We were the Harper's Bazaar top th- 36 scariest movies of all time. Okay. So I want to I wanna do something that I've never – I want to do a retraction. So well, and I have a bone to pick with you as well. Okay, by the way. bring it on. But uh, I'll do the retraction first. So I said that uh, Jacob's Ladder was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life, and I rewatched it. It is not. Mm-hmm. It is not scary. Creepy. Not scary. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. a child when I watched it. Creepy, not scary. So I watched that movie, and then immediately Amazon Prime was like. Here's this movie called The Changeling. And it said underneath, noted as the scariest movie of all time. So then my lady friend comes over and she's like, I want to watch The Changeling because my uncle also said, scariest movie of all time. Mm -hmm. The Changeling, not scary at all. Nope. Zero. Zilch. The list has some good ones so they, you know if you listen yeah. to these suggestions this week mm-hmm. oh, i want to hear the bone to pick i want to hear what, what was the bone to pick what are you picking the bones what, all right bones so picking? it was about jacob's ladder okay um you sent out a little message to us mm-hmm. and you were like i watched jacob's ladder it's not as scary as when i was a kid but mm-hmm. still kind of creepy so we purchased it well we okay. rented it we didn't Rent purchase it. yeah yeah and Hamster Shit his pants. is mad at oh. me now. Hamster's he, mad. He hates he the movie. He was like, I, I was not scared. And Hamster's a big old whammy baby about scary movies okay. anyway. There was naked boobs in the movie. He should have been okay. He does, He's but not okay with the boob parts. I have good boobs, better. though. He doesn't need horror movie boobs. I'm just saying. Everybody likes... So like, you gotta like different kinds of boobs. It wasn't worth it. Okay. So you didn't like That's it? That's my bone to pick. Oh. Like, I'm in trouble now because I, like, talked it up, and I was like, this is totally going to be worth like it. Smiley like Smiley said, it's still a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a I great thought it was really movie, good. but he was expecting creepiness, and I made him not play his video game to watch it. Oh, no. 
Is he is he is you he know? down on the horrors of Vietnam? My dad's a vet. I got a bone to pick with him now. No, my grandpa's a vet. Everybody's like he has respect, but he has to play his fake soccer. <laughs> All right, I feel bad now. You were gonna lose no matter what. Then, if you were gonna take him away from his video games, you could play any movie, and he'd be like, "That was terrible." So that was the worst movie right. I've ever seen in my life. No, okay, <laughs> he said that. No, he didn't. I'm saying so. Uh, oh, I was like, man, I got a list of that no, for him. No, no, he was saying that I was gonna be in trouble no matter what, and I'm like, yeah, pretty much, oh. like, you know, video. So games. okay, so what is the what is the scariest movie of all time then? I, I have a retraction from last week too. I okay. felt really oh, bad. No. I watched, I watched, I watched the our show, mm-hmm. and I happened to have just taken a shot and I was smoking a cigarette. And you're going through the list, and I was like, yeah, whatever. That movie sucked. I was wrong on one of them. Okay. It it was the dis- the descent. No, wow. that's that's a trash movie. I, got, I liked it. I, got, I thought it was I, pretty good. I got that yelled at that one. That movie actually scared the shit out of me, okay. and it, it it's very specific because you have yeah. to be scared of the dark and, and enclosed yeah. spaces. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's, scared of both that, of those things. So it's very specific. If you're not scared of those two things, movies kind of like a documentary on spelunking. Okay. But I'm scared of both those things, and so I was terrified of that movie. Really? Caves are scary, man. Caves are I scary. Check that one out. I've seen it. My, I had a friend that was like super horror film guy, and he was like, "Yeah, see this one." And I was like, "I don't know. I guess I got I'll it watch. Right here. I guess I'll watch it again." I don't so know. scary. That's when she was bathing in blood. Yes. <laughs> so. So. Should I we... just want to let you guys know, like mm-hmm. Crystal took the time mm-hmm. to write this out, and she put little personal notes. She's too embarrassed to come on the show. She's sure. super shy. Okay. No, before you do that, before you do that, before you do that. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's yeah. adorable. She gave commentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> of our show? No, of the movie she suggested. Okay. I she go... gives me commentary on our show every So week. I want to tell Alex and Eric the list that we were going off of. This is oh, Harper's okay. Harper's Bazaar, whatever the fuck that is, dot com. They did a top 36 <laughs> movies that were like the scariest movies of all time. Okay. And we did not agree. And we did not agree. I think number one is the absolute fucking overblown bullshit of all time. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you want do you want me to go through the list real quick for you guys, real sure. fast? So, yeah. And, and we're going to do no commentary until afterwards. So okay. Okay. number 36, Good Night Mommy. Never heard of it. Number 35, The Witch, 2016. Uh, number 34, the, t- the Taking of Deborah Logan. Uh, number 33, Starry Eyes. Number 32, The Babadook. Uh, number 31, Lovely Molly. Uh, 30, Inside, 2008. Uh, number 29, El Orfanato. Uh, number 28, The Descent. Number 27, The Devil's Backbone. Number 26, Suspiria. Number 25, The Exorcist. I feel like that's way too low. I guess it should be higher. Uh, number 24, Tigers Are Not Afraid. Number twenty-three. Watch that. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on, hold on, well, hold on. Number twenty-three, The Strangers. I feel like that's too low. Number twenty-two, The Hitcher, the nineteen eighty-six version with Rudger Hauer. Number twenty-one, Poltergeist, nineteen eighty-two, the original. Number twenty, Under the Shadow. Never heard of it. 
the Eyes of Mother, number 19. Night of the Living Dead, 1967, comes in at number 18. We all felt like that was ridiculous. Yeah. Should be a little lower. Uh, number 17, The Ring. Number 16, A Tale of Two Sisters. Number 15, The Innocence. Number 14, The Changeling. Boo. Uh, number 13, Hereditary. Number 12, Audition. Number 11, The Nightmare on Elm Street. Now we get to number 10, right? Uh-huh. Now I feel like we really have to like these movies. So if this is the number 10, right? Scariest movie of all time. This has got to be scary, correct? You would think. Number 10, Halloween, 1978, and Halloween 2, both put together as number 10. All right, I can go with that. They're kind of scary. They're the jump scare, whatever. They're classics. Number yeah. 9, A Quiet Place. I liked it. Oh, I don't know about number that, 9 of all time. Yeah, I don't good. know about number 9, but it was pretty damn good. It's I, not number 9. I saw it in the theater. You didn't, you didn't have much of a script, but it was it was a lot of really uh, – um, a lot of really tense moments, like yeah. some really good suspense. I, I'd say that's more suspense. Yeah, honestly, I fell asleep. So, Gio, <laughs> Brian, and Gio, uh, Gio says Exorcist is way scarier than Poltergeist. I don't know. Yeah, I just spilled that. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> dude, I think Poltergeist, dude, in the in the movie Poltergeist, I I still remember when he ripped his face off, and then the I the doll. For me. The doll me clown, yeah. But I don't. Ah, I like the tree. It was the tree that ate the kid for me. Oh, man. there's that one too. Well, oh, so yeah. the that thing with sense. the thing with the quiet place is like I went in the theater and I could hear someone opening their candy. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was so like if you were saw it in the theater, it was so quiet. And I think maybe for me it wasn't as scary. I was thinking about this after the podcast. Yeah. I grew up with a mom who was raised by two deaf people. I was raised so, like, by wolves. So, like, my mom expected oh. her house, like, very quiet. Yeah. So, for me, like, being quiet was not terrifying. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I thought that, yeah. So, number eight. I fell asleep. So, number eight. <laughs> Alien. 1979. Yes. I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I think, do I think it's scary? Yes. Do I think it's in the top ten? No way. I thought Aliens was better. Well, it's it's not as scary though. Yeah. Because you already know you're like they're gonna rip some motherfucker and then game over, man. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> um, and this one I don't know. I cannot commentate whatsoever because I've never seen it. Train to Busan, 2016. Oh, that one is pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And, and heart ripping at the same time. Yeah. Someone Ryan says meh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Well, first he said meh. Him and his daughter. Yeah. Oof. Meh. 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 Oh, it's a classic, man. It is a it's classic. classic. A you better one. respect it. I saw it. So I was born in 1975. I was born a year later. Now, I saw this movie probably like 1981, 1982. I was like six or seven years old. As you do. As you watch. You, you know, like it? They're, you like, they're like, well, he's six. Put on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know? Right. 
You know, I would but, sneak out and watch them with my dad from behind the couch. I will say just, like, that peek over. as I think the more about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, you know, you had the Friday the 13th and you had like the Halloween and they were all like jump scares and Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre kind of had that too. But there was also like that creepy, incestuous yes. family. Like there was the scene where like they put the dead person's face on the girl. And then, well, and if you are into true crime and you learn about some of the serial killers, that movie becomes a lot yeah. scarier. Well, yeah, it was based on Ed Gein. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they had the – so there's a lot of psycholo- the original psychological horror. So I'm going to – okay. So I'm going to okay that. So what about number five, Candyman 1992? <laughs> no. Dude, Candyman messed me up when I was a kid, though. And that, was, well, that was 92, so I was, I was still pretty young. I, I, my, it was the first time I had seen, like, other than Blackula, a, a, a black man playing, like, the legit horror, you know, uh, genre. And he yeah. was scary. He he had the super deep voice, and you know what I mean? Like, Helen. I thought it was pretty good. And, it, 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 and, I, and I liked how it followed, like, the kind of, um, yeah. I don't know, um, the urban legend. Urban legend, yeah. He's all, yeah. Helen. So my mom yeah. So, sorry. My mom's it. biggest fear is Candyman. And I learned really? this when I was in middle school. And when my mom would take naps, I hope she's not watching this. When my mom <laughs> would take naps on the couch, I would play Candyman <laughs> while she was sleeping. Yeah. Because I am an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I, thought- I think you and I would be really good friends, Holly. <laughs> I, think, I, saw Candy- I think so too. I thought Candyman was scary. <laughs> But like it's pretty scary. the new one's coming out. Like it was supposed to have been out, but the COVID pushed it back. I heard it's back. gonna be amazing. Yeah. That's what I heard. We'll see. I heard it's gonna be amazing. So um, also, it's why I was afraid of medicine cabinets as a child. So hmm. it gets yeah, that, that was scary. That shit was scary. You busted through the walls to get your ass. You oh know fuck what I mean? yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. Because it was kind of like a modern day Bloody Mary. Like where you say Bloody mm-hmm. Mary yeah. too many times yeah. and fucking get murdered. You obviously were not raised Catholic. Uh, yeah. Bloody Mary was terrifying. So Terrible I went to Catholic thing. school, and we would do Bloody Mary, like in one of our like bathrooms. And our principal on purpose scared us one time. <laughs> would you do? And that's probably why Candyman scares me. Did you ever do uh, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board? Yes. Oh man. Let's see if you can pick up my two hundred and fifty pound ass for doing that. <laughs> it's not gonna work. I'll pick <laughs> you up with two fingers. Uh, so, Eric, what what was the episode that we did where we talked about? Was it was it La Llorona or was it uh, um, was? You remember because we talked about that. We talked about how we could like summon um, somebody. Man, shit. It was like three candles, and uh, what episode was that, dude? Uh, I can't remember. I think it might have been La Llorona. Um, I don't know. My brain is fried. I've been working on season three of True Consequences. I can't remember that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I believe, help. It, I believe it was that one. It was that one, or it was it was the 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 Witching Hour one, or oh. it was one of those two. And we, I was like, oh, the Malahora. yeah. I was like, I'm not scared, man. I'm gonna try to do it. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done it yet. So, Did you, yeah. Kinda, I guess I'm kind of scared. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with number four. I'm gonna do a th- I'm gonna do a pre thumbs down, pre thumbs down. <laughs> Number four, scariest, by harpersbazaar.com. Number four, scariest movie of all time, The Blair Witch Project, 1999. Oh, yeah. Blech. Damn. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on now. 
<laughs> that was that was one of the first like kind of found footage yeah, movie. Yeah, it was. And and there was and they, they did it really smart. They, they did, did it really smart. They, they did and they didn't. They, they branded it so right with like um, all the website shit, and they had yeah. like TV shows where they were talking about oh the discovery of it all, man. But, but I mean, by the time I went to go see it, I was like, all right, this ain't, this isn't real. But right. I mean, the hype on it was so right. proper, and I mean, it was a great movie, you know, uh, to, uh, to a point. I mean, yeah. for what it was, I thought it was great. Okay. I, I no. feel like I agree with what you're saying. Like when I first saw the the, the, the pre, like when I first saw the preview, That's I was like, best. I was like, this is a documentary. This isn't fake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they made it, they made it real, feel real. And legit. then by the time, like I, yeah, like like you said, by the time I saw it, I knew it was fake. And so that I got ruined in trouble it. for ordering it on pay per view mm-hmm. at my grandma's house. Well, <laughs> as you do without her knowing, and I was disappointed. Yeah. I've got to say, so then, oh, you know, I I, all right, so number three is the 2007 movie Paranormal Activity. The first one. First one. Oh, you know what? It's pretty good. I'm going to say this. It's a little scary. Unpopular opinion, they creep me out. No, it they creep creepy, me out. But it's not number three creepy. It's not number Thank three, you. but they Thank creep you. me out. All right, they so, lower, Eric, Eric, but... I feel like you're going to be disappointed from here on out. I'm guaranteed that I'm going to be disappointed. I'm fucking disappointed from here on out. I was pissed. I mean, I don't disagree with this film, but I kind of feel like this film is like, I don't disagree that this film is not kind of scary-ish, but I feel like mm-hmm. that they threw this one up there kind of politically. So okay. number two is the movie Get Out 2017. Mm. The scary, it's a good movie. The second scariest movie of all time. I, I don't know about that. I don't think so. Absolutely. But it is good. It's well done. It's, it's well it done. I liked it, but the second scariest movie of all time. But then again, with what they put as the number one, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not shocked. What do you think the number one scariest movie of all time is? Let me uh, let me ask you guys. What do you think it is? See if anybody I gets just, it. I, I just watched this last night, and... Um, I forgot how scary it was, but the hills have eyes. Okay. Um, the remake or the new one? I'm sorry, the remake or the original? The, the, original. Rate, this is, the original. The rate this is going, yeah. I'm going to say that they have Jeepers Creepers as number nope. one. Yeah, nope. right? There nope. you go. That's nope. probably it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Think classic films. Oh, okay. Um, Classics. Someone said Nosferatu. Like no. No. That's a good one, though. It's not that terrifying, but it's... Someone says it's Someone Frozen. Someone said no. Nosferatu. Oh, Frozen? Ex- <laughs> I'm terrified of no. Frozen right now because uh, I have a four-year-old. Exorcist was in the top, like, 25, somewhere in there. It was way too far up there, yeah. It was way... Exorcist, if, if someone put the Exorcist, I would go, okay. Yeah. But for mm-hmm. this movie, I absolutely disagree. I feel like it's... It, it, it's the, like Harry and the Hendersons or something. Is it Gremlins too? You know what? It is. Smiley and Holly already know what it is. Gremlins was Gremlins was genuinely scary when I All was right. a kid, man. I'm going to give you fun. one hint. Stephen King. Stephen King. Is it Jaws? Nope. No. Thank no. God. Someone said Psycho. Psycho would have been a better answer. That was. Was it? Was it the the TV series? It. The Mist. Nope. Nope. The. St- Oh, shit. It's The Shining. Cemetery. It's The Shining. The Shining. Oh. Yeah. That's not the scariest movie of all time. It's we not need number to go one. Down no. On this. It's a good movie. 
It belongs on the list, but it is not number Someone one. Someone went Cujo. I would have went Cujo over that. I, I've i never thought The Shining was super scary. No, it's Creepy. a great movie. And Creepy. it is so movie. far <laughs> off from his book also. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, really Kubrick a standalone really did something with movie. It, yeah. I don't think, you know, whatever. It's Harper's Bazaar. That's their opinion. But for me, The Shining is not the scariest movie of all time. It, it wasn't scary when ready? I was a kid, but it was scary when I was an adult and then had kids and had to work. <laughs> and I was like, I totally understand this movie yeah. now. The twins. Same. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I got, so I have my bonus daughter and I had the same experience. As soon as I became a parent, I'm like, yep, I get it. Right. That could happen. I've got to look fun. at some other list. I, I need some other lists here. I need I need to know what's scarier than that. Are you ready for Crystal's list? Yes. Okay. I so, am. just so you two are aware, uh, my best friend in the whole world, um, my real life partner besides my husband, um, is named Crystal, and she is obsessed with everything horror. I'm the true crime one. She's the, like, horror one. It's a friendship made in hell. Um, <laughs> but she, we asked her for her list. She has a whole Instagram. You guys can follow her at, at Roar Zombies on Instagram. She's obsessed with horror. And I asked her for her top ten, and they are pretty good. Okay. Are you guys ready? Mm. Yeah. All right. Number ten is a French film called Inside... And she gave the French name, and I'm not even going to try to say it. Um, and she said it's a French home invasion movie from 2007. Very disturbing. Bloody people okay. are insane. There's an American remake. Don't watch it. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, number nine is Wasn't Tales the from the, the Dark Side movie. Uh, it's on there, James. Just calm your tits. Calm your tits, James. <laughs> you didn't say uh, no commentary. So, <laughs> number nine is Tales from the Dark Side movie. She didn't give commentary, so I feel really? like she just feels like it's a good movie. Is that the one from the 80s? The she Tales from the Dark Side so, movie? I, mean, is I don't it, know. She didn't give commentary, so is, I don't know. Is it scary be because someone Dan gave... Accord? No. No, that's Tales from the... Uh, that's uh, Twilight Zone. Tales from the Crypt or something. Tales from the Dark Side. Is she shocked because they gave Billy Zane another job? I don't know, but she said it's Tales from the Dark Side movie, and tomorrow I will ask her what she means. Um, Okay. Number eight is Juan the Grudge. Oh, Juan. The original Japanese grudge gave Mm -hmm. me nightmares. And that is saying something for her. Wow. So the Japanese know how to do some harm. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Koreans, uh, South Koreans too. Yeah, like, I don't know if I've seen South Korean uh, horror so, yet. No. <laughs> A Tale of Two Sisters, so good. Uh, number seven is Hereditary, and she said pretty disturbing for a modern horror. Okay. Um. Number six is The Exorcist. Okay. And she said, never trust a Ouija board. Oh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> that's, how you, that's, how, that's how you get five, ghosts in your house. Yeah. Uh, number five, The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, those jump scares yeah. always get me, is what she mm-hmm. said, and I agree. 
Uh, number four, which I'm sad I didn't think of this last week. It kind of makes me upset because I kind of forgot it existed. Uh, number four is Oculus. Uh, oh, yeah. Probably one of the best psychological horror movies that sticks with you is what she says. And it made me feel, like, weird. Like, my mm -hmm. body felt weird while I watched it okay. the first time. Uh, number three is REC, or, like, oh, the, yes. oh, yeah. record. the yeah. like, abbreviation for record. Mm -hmm. And she put Quarantine is a remake of this movie oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Brazil. Yeah. And the original does it better. So mm. creepy. Mm. <laughs> um, number Just two. Just the first movie or the series? The mo movie? The first movie? Like, there's there's three in the series. Yeah, there's okay, like three she said REC, Quarantine is a re remake of this movie. So I assume it was the original movie. I think they were French or something too, weren't they? Yeah. I don't they know. Spanish, she said I this think. one's from Brazil. Oh, okay. Um... Okay, number two is The Strangers, oh. and she said, ah. and I agree, this movie freaks me out. Ah, scares and the crap she out of me. said, human beings are terrifying. That terrified me. 100%. Because it was like and real people killing real people. Yes. Yes. I haven't seen the sequel, this, and I don't want to. No. <laughs> I'm this I'm movie out is terrifying because it could happen. I'm out yeah. So, okay. Bro. I say, in my mind, when people say, what's the scariest movie you ever saw? I say that movie. And yeah. people go, why? Because well, when I was in high school, we had a house. We had a farm. We had a farm out in the middle mm -hmm. of nowhere. And it would be like a weekend night. And my parents would be like, well, we're going to go you know, to the bar and drink. And uh, we're yeah. going to leave you here. And I'd be all alone in this single farmhouse with no one for miles. And someone could have easily walked through the field oh, yeah, or totally. whatever and just like stared in the windows and, you know. Are you guys just, ready for her that number just like one? A, that's a yes. fun prank you do to your friends. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not a fun nope, prank, James. Nope. This is no. okay. Please don't ever do that prank on me, James. Because <laughs> um, I will stab you. Stab uh, just so you know. Cut your deep. I'll have body armor on. I watch too much true crime to like. I sleep very heavily armed, uh, just so everybody knows. All right. <laughs> so her number one is Sinister, which I brought up last week. <laughs> and she said, scares me every time. The snuff style kills are uneasy Oof. to watch. And yeah. I agree. I saw that in the uh, theater and I, I had a hard time with that one. It was it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was it was really torture like, stuff though. <laughs> yeah. Well and it's a whole franchise and mm -hmm. it is the only horror franchise I know where the subsequent movies are just as scary as mm. the first one. And I think it's because of that snuff film style yeah eight millimeter style yeah 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 eight millimeter was a freaky movie that was a yeah, freaky well, movie so i've I did, I, I pulled, go ahead james go ahead sir i mean that's that's one of those things that just has to do with like what you're personally scared of you sure right absolutely right i mean, I mean fair. i worked as an emt like i've picked up people's brains so like gory stuff right. doesn't bother me at all yeah. what did the brain say to you Oh my, uh, oh my god! It, it said to me that I was the lowest person on hey, the totem James. pole, so I didn't get 
So I just had to pick up brains instead of like working with a human. Can I? Oh my so word. I pulled. Up I a... think I don't like snuff film mm-hmm. style things because I am a true crime person. Same. It's like just the thought of like a person filming snuff. And if you follow true crime, you know that snuff films are a thing. Um, and I think that's what creeps me out too. So you know. Yeah, it's I, too I, close to reality. I have a new list. I have a another website, the Guardi- the and it okay. has and it has. Uh, I th- I feel like it's not perfect, of course, but it's a little better None than none of them are going to be. No, of course not. Um, but it has some movies on it we haven't even talked about. Number Uh-oh. ten. Number ten. I'm just going to do the top ten. Okay. Well, I'll do top eleven. Okay. Number eleven, Carrie. Okay. Good which it's one? A good movie, but uh, the, the, the original. The, the original. Right. Um, number ten, a movie There's that a I've seen. In that one, man. Uh, number ten, a movie no one has talked about on this show, or or we have not said yet one at all. The Silence of the Lambs. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good yes. one. Have the lambs have the lambs stopped screaming yet, Eric? <laughs> Put the fucking lotion in the basket. <laughs> See, that wasn't scary. That was just yeah. Like that's, really that's, a, that's the psychological. I feel like that's, that's scary. Scary kind of. Yeah. That scared mean, me. Like when he, yeah, whenever they were scary. like, whenever he like, um, they had him it's in the cage and he. I saw it in the theater and like I was in like <laughs> the eighth grade. So the funniest story I have about this movie is I used to travel and I used to work on computers for people, and I was. In Moriarty, and I was at a at a middle school. Oh well, that's and, where you went wrong. Well, hold on. So I'm in the in the back of the room, and the kids come in, and I'm like super like hypersensitive that I'm working on a computer in the middle of a class, and all of a sudden this little girl turns to her like eighth grader turns to her friend. And she goes, "It puts the lotion on the skin, or it gets Ugh. the hose again," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I look at the teacher, and he's like. And I'm like, this girl is in eighth grade, and she's watching Silence of the Lambs. And then I was like, I mean, well, then I was like, but then I was like, when did I see that movie? In the theater when I was in the eighth grade. Yeah, well, guaranteed she's a true crime fan. Not guaranteed. The scariest thing she's ever seen living in fucking Moriarty. Mm, correct. <laughs> so, I mean, that's like basically her reality yeah. every day. And I guarantee I you, strip club up there. I guarantee you, she's a true crime fan. <laughs> Guaranteed, she's so, totally in a true crime. I so then number she, is. she totally is. So number nine, the Babadook. I, that's apparently a movie I need to see. That's Man, so I thought the Babadook that was actually pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was it good. So that's number that, yeah. That kid drove me nuts. Yeah, that's number nine. <laughs> so number eight. Arr. So number eight on this list is The Shining, which I'm like, okay, that's fine. You could put it at eight. That's fine. And then number seven, The Innocence, 1961. Never heard of it. Me either. Uh, number six, Suspiria, 1977. Oh. That's a classic. Uh, I haven't thought about that movie. I, oh, so, I didn't realize oh. Black Swan was like made off, was like kind of an homage to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Dead of Night, 1945. Hmm. Number four, Psycho, 1960. Classic. Number three, The Exorcist, which I'm kind of like. I feel like The Exorcist always needs to kind of be up there. It's a little fucking. I saw it when I was like six or seven, you know, as you do. The first time I see it, it freaks you out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, number two, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. You know, about you know, right. a woman who's birthed Satan, you know, yeah, the yeah. devil Satan's himself. Baby. That's terrifying and, to me as a woman. As you do. Number as you one, do. don't look. I've never watched that movie without being on mushrooms. So okay. that is terrifying. Okay. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby is totally up there. So you stress me out, James. I don't even <laughs> <cry>. <laughs> Rosemary's baby is so suspenseful and there's so little dialogue. <laughs> and if okay. you're on mushrooms, yeah. Makes like me every wonder. four, every four seconds between because it's amazing. Okay, how come none of these lists have the omen on them? The omen, dude, he's the fucking spawn of Satan, man. Ah, Damien. The kid's got a 666 tattooed to his fort on the top of his head, man. Uh, Number one on this list is a movie called Don't Look Now. 1973. Donald Sutherland. I don't know. So I don't know. I'm just throwing out. That's a good one. That's a good one. Damien. (laughs) <laughs> it's all for you, Damien. It's all for you. It's all for you, Damien. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I watched that I'm Changeling like- movie, and the whole time I'm like, so first of all, it's super white privilege. Super white privilege, yeah. right? This guy, uh, George C. Scott, is like a composer, and they're like, uh, we're, he's going to teach He's gonna teach at the local university. He's a famous composer. And they're like, where are you going to live? And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, I'm sure the historical society will rent you a home. And they, they rent him <laughs> like a do. fucking <laughs> six story mansion. Oh my First God. of all, anyway, so I'm watching <sighs> it and yeah, it was, it was terrible. There was a lot of holes that I was upset about. And everybody's like, this is the scariest movie of all time. No, it's not. No. Can we talk about Dagon? I don't know what that is. Dagon? Oh, it's a, it's, it's a, what is it? What is it? It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a Spanish production movie of, uh, HP Lovecraft. Oh. Uh, the, uh, a night over ends. I don't know. What's, I anyway. what's the scariest show you've ever seen? Or TV show? Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but Mine's called Fox News. I'm just kidding. Uh, mine's <laughs> called, well, I mean, I'm kind of like weird because I watch like murder things all yeah. the time. So it's hard for me to be like the scariest thing I've watched. Okay. I'm like uh, the injustice of our justice system is hard to watch. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, people yeah. get off of, like, crimes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're talking about TV shows, probably, like, court TV. <laughs> court, true um, crime TV. It's probably the C-SPAN. thing I've C-SPAN. ever seen. Damn. Um, I was going to go with Tales from the Dark Side. But... Yeah. Again, because yeah. it's Billy Zane, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he had um, I don't know. Chris, what's the scariest TV show you've ever seen? Uh, American Horror Story, one of them. I saw. One. Ooh, that's one a good one. Some that's... of the seasons are. Yeah. Some are better than others. Yeah. 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 Oh wait, I think, I think mine is Fuller House. 
<laughs> smart, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, shit, scary. Is that is, yeah, is that you? Dave Coulier? Oh my god! He's like, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I have a legitimate answer. Okay. Uh, what mine's scary... not legit? Oh, carnival. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's what I said, Alex. Carnival uh, scary. Uh, the Hotel Beaujolais. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's done in Finnish, yeah. I believe. The entire thing. Oh. Uh, it's just an amazingly creepy ghost story. I didn't fin- that, like, I, I didn't finish that one. Creeped me out. <laughs> you know? Okay, this is. You guys are probably gonna. But you're probably gonna boo me. What? You're probably gonna boo me off for this, and All maybe right. you haven't even seen this. But something it. that something that creeped me out was uh, Wayward Pines. That show creeped me out. Wait, I've never heard of that. Yay. Oh, it's creepy. Eric, I think we are meant to be friends. Yeah. No, 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 no. He doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my co-hosts and my my friends separate. <laughs> I'm just messing. With I uh, most people haven't even heard of Wayward Pines. Yeah, it wasn't very popular. Was mm-hmm. It was creepy. Don't you hate yeah. that? That's the fucking problem with a modern American television. You're like, this is great, and then if no yeah. one watches it, it's like, this is <laughs> yeah. great to only me apparently, and then it yeah. gets canceled. Yeah. Hey Chris, <laughs> before we go, can I ask Eric like a fangirl question? You can ask him whatever you want. Okay, cool. Um, so, Eric, yeah, I need to know what is a true crime case that has stuck with you that you still follow? I would have to say it's, um, and this is so cliche, but it's, it's got to be the Golden State Killer because it was such, it, it was such a mystery for so long. And then the way mm-hmm. it was solved was so freaking incredible. Yeah. And. And Have you read Michelle McNamara's book? That's uh, yep. Patton Oswalt's wife, right? Oh, good. It is Patton Oswalt's yeah. wife. And that yeah. was two of my worlds colliding. Yeah. yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> but, yeah. It, yeah. That's, that's the case. I think that one. And then um, anything, anything related to children has always yeah. been something uh, that I, So you know. have you followed the Mike Jones case from Florida? No. <laughs> Dude. Oh no. Okay. So, I, I, so uh... that that happened this year or okay. last year, late last year. Holly's like, in I don't know about you now. She's like, I don't know about you. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. I think it didn't get as much um, attention as it should have, and I think mm-hmm. that's why. Like, just to bring it like full circle, kind of. I think that's why it's important for people to have true crime podcasts and true crime shows is I think these things need attention so that people will get justice. Um, but so this guy killed his wife and his two children and his two stepchildren. And then he pretended to be his wife on social media and text messaging I did hear this, and yes. And then he had the bodies in his van mm-hmm. for months. Wow. Got rid of the kids' bodies, and the only reason he got caught is because he got in a car accident with his wife's body in the car. What? Shit bag. 
And was he like, he, oh, this? she died in a car wreck? No. <laughs> she was decomposing he, like, at this point. I, I know, I figured. He was in a, she was in like a tote. She was in like a Rubbermaid container. So he couldn't even be like she... But the thing about this, and the reason I think it needs more attention, is I think his ex-wife was involved because he stayed with her for like a week before they caught him. Yeah. So, like, all of it is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have time, look into it because it's crazy. His name's Mike Jones. I remember, now that you brought up the details, I remember that. And, you know, who needs horror movies when reality is as fucking scary as that? I know. Exactly. And that's yeah. the one that's been sticking with me lately. Well, and that's like, usually where, like, if you watch a horror film, it's and it's, like, crazy scary, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. is based off of three different serial killers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's based in reality if it's crazy. Because uh, human yeah. beings are crazy. <laughs> Saw. Saw is based off of the Toy Box Killer. Yeah, and, and that yeah. Fr- that franchise is massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's like because crazy. he was terrifying. Like Fifteen movies by now. Have you guys ever seen? Okay, so this is a movie that I don't. All I remember. So my mom. Okay, so I grew up in a family that my mom loves horror films, big time. Okay. Smiley could tell you. That's why me and your mom get along. Holly Anchor. So I remember uh, a movie. And it was based on true life, but I don't know if it's, you know, who knows, because this is the 80s. Mm-hmm. But there was a movie called The Town That Dreaded Sundown, and it was about yeah, a killer yeah. that killed people. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of hokey, but kind of scary, and it was supposedly based off, so I don't know, people can yeah, look that, that up. That actually occurred not that far from where I grew up. It's in te- Where'd you grow up? Really? Arcadelphia, uh, Arkansas, but it actually happened in Texarkana. Okay. Which yes. Like right the, yes. Which is right on the border of yeah. Texas and Arkansas. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was so a, there's, there's... actually fairly creepy true story. Wow. Still unsolved. I need to look that one up. Completely yeah. unsolved. Yeah. Same. And they, were, and they made some great movies on it too, but yeah, it but didn't really follow the like. But like the that legit was story of it. You know what I mean? But so it, it was still good. movies that I watched as a kid that like people like, you know, that don't register, but like I always thought were crazy were that one. Um, Motel Hell. Motel Hell, man. Yeah. No Motel one ever Hell, talks yeah. about Motel Hell. That was yeah. a really good. Motel one. Hell is like is like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre before the Texas, you know, because like they would uh, bury people up to their necks, and then they like, yeah. he, he would like he would like he would like hook a hook a uh, rope up to their head, and then drive yeah, off. They'd, with t- the, they'd take off their uh, their voice boxes, so they just yeah. yeah. And then and then make beef jerky. He'd make beef. He would make beef jerky out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which they kind of stole for like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. He's like someone's eating the beef jerky. They're eating like the chili or something, and he's like, "Oh, that's one of them hard corns," and it's like someone's fingernail. Fingernail. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Um, The Heretic was a big one. Oh. When I was a kid, and it was about uh, ghost. That followed. Uh, it was like a, an abusive stepfather that had died, mm-hmm. and his ghost had followed the. If I remember correctly, had followed the family and kept attacking yeah. the, the daughter. I remember uh, that one. That scary. one was yeah. creepy. These are movies. My. You like, know what else sticks with me? Yeah. Chris, did your mom ever watch Lifetime movies? <laughs> like <laughs> Hallmark. <laughs> I hate to say that, but. 
some of the Lifetime movies yeah. are insane. Like the yeah. guy who scraped like battery acid off of batteries and put it in his wife's shampoo. What? Because he liked the attention of having a sick wife and then she died. That's oh. based on a true story. Flowers in the Attic? Oh, that movie. That's Foxy. a terrifying one. Flower in the Attic. That's uh, a mindfuck. What's the one with uh, Nicole Kidman in them where they're... Uh... The others. the others, the others, that was well. That was a re- really well written movie. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Lifetime equals terror. Somebody brought one up True. earlier. Yeah, Lifetime does equal terror. Yeah. Um, somebody brought one up earlier that had Harrison Ford in it. Um, I just made a hamster watch it. And now I can't. Oh shit! It was um, the lies he like, tries to. Yeah, was, uh, lies uh, the, the 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 crystal yeah. skulls. That one oh, me out. <laughs> scary shit. Elijah, Elijah, or uh, what's his name? Is uh, Shia LaBeouf? Oh my god! Take over as Anita Jones. No. Leave LaBeouf alone. Okay, just leave LaBeouf alone. Let it. Well, yeah, this is. Well, life beneath. Yes. Well, life beneath is that the one where like he would drown his wives in the bathtub, yeah, or whatever? He would like Mm -hmm. give them enough Valium or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I I just discovered about myself is I am afraid of husbands who kill their wives. I mean, yeah, you should be. I, yeah, that's, you that's know, all I want to say I is see why. I just want a valid fear. I just I just want to point something out to women out there. If you're dating Kevin Bacon, <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> just saying, hmm. a lot of bad horror films. Kevin Bacon. Oh, I don't know, man. Did you see him in uh, Stir of Echoes? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Why would a dating guy like that? He's got that problem. He's got that problem. You're right. He's got that problem. He's too good at it. He's too good at it. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Footloose. (laughs) And Footloose. And that's probably my problem. I dated a magician and only saw the good parts, you know? That explains a lot. The entire premise of that movie is just absurd. A foot, what, footloose? Footloose? Okay, hold Dude, on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. No more dancing. You hold on a second. Hold on a second. So we do a we do a we do a a, a thing on this show called <laughs> okay. called uh, a movie. Uh, what do you? Uh, oh, where you go to Hollywood and you like tell them about you know you, you pr- promote. You're like, oh, hey, this is the a movie. Pitch. You sp- the pitch. We call yeah. it the pitch, and it's pitch. and it's always about a movie that you're like, who the fuck green lighted this, and it's like. Like for me, like my favorite, one of my favorites is like, okay, okay, check this out, right? So these billionaires who live in Florida, hold on, they live in Florida, they want to have a party, they want to have a party, and they want Coors beer. <laughs> but Coors beer, it's the 70s, Coors beer is not allowed in Florida. So, so they hire, they hire some truckers to bring Coors beer and they keep getting pulled over, <laughs> they keep getting arrested. Hold on, hold on. Keep getting arrested. So they're like, hmm, who should we get the to get the Coors beer here? Oh, we know a guy, and he has a trucker friend. They'll get it here. So they hire the uh, guy, yeah. and he buys Smoky a Trans Am. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to use this Trans Am to divert the police <laughs> from getting the mm-hmm. Coors beer. To it was Florida. a firebird. Come on, man. It was a Pontiac Firebird. Sorry. <laughs> Pontiac Firebird. 
and uh, he's going to get the and then <laughs> and then unbeknownst to him, they accidentally happen on a wedding, and Sally Field jumps in the car. You know, and it's like in like the more you think about this movie, you're like, who green lighted this bullshit? <laughs> exactly. And, and that's full of so, chase him down all over. So the hold place on, so hold on. <laughs> so this woman who's divorced moves with her kid to the small town, the small town, right? But in the small town, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. They don't allow dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds but, good to me. But the kid who's a rebel, who's a rebel, loves to dance. <laughs> That's like footloose. He can't stop him. He, he can't might, stop him. He, can't he might him ride a dancing. tractor out in the field his little, while dancing. His little anger dance in the woods was one of the best cinematic <laughs> moments in, of all time. Yeah. Oh God! And I love he throws I love, the beer and throws a cigarette, and then he starts doing gymnastics on trees and shit. It's a fucking amazing, yeah. man. <laughs> but like that's that's yeah. Footloose. The, the the story of Footloose is ridiculous. Like any of these movies are ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. The premise is insane. When I think Kevin Bacon and I forget, well, we had a bunch of kids. That that... Creepy movies that he's done, which explains a lot about my history of picking bad <laughs> men. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Hamsters, all right, okay. but you know. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe I finally found my Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> you finally found a Kevin Bacon stir vectors. Weird but innocuous. If you he know? if he starts talking about how he like hears ghosts in the house, I don't know about that though. <laughs> oh, he says that all the time. He's a wuss. All right. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank uh, Alex and Eric from uh, Dos Pequeños for being on the show. And uh, you guys, go ahead and promote. Well, like, how do people find? How do the people find where they listen to your show? No, Eric's got it down. Get it. Man. Eric's got it down. We'll give it to <laughs> you. Really does. Uh, so, so Dos Pequeños is uh, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You go go to dospequeños.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dos Pequeños. True Consequences, same story. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, trueconsequences.com, True Consequences Pod on Instagram and Facebook, and True Cons Pod on yeah, Twitter. Nice. Uh, Smiley, what do you got? Uh, <clears throat> well, as per usual, you can uh, see me uh, streaming on Hulu or on NBC for, I guess, yes, I always forget the brave. Uh, Midnight Texas. And on Netflix, you can see me on Daybreak. If you look real close, I play a high school student, so counterintuitive. Nice. Uh, Holly Ann, what do you got? Uh, I'm not going to say it the same way I did earlier because you got real upset, Chris. I I did not. No. Kurt Fletcher and I will be in Greeley, Colorado on November 20th at the Millennium Event Center. You can get your tickets now. Through the Facebook event, and also, I I don't know if they have a website. Um, I should have looked that up. I, just, I was just are. worried. I was just worried uh, it looked like you just had a baby, and then you were now back on the road. That's why I said that. You're like, after well, nine I months, mean, I'll be back on the road. I was like, uh, I mean, I could have had a baby in this time, uh, but that's just how long. COVID has lasted, so yay! Um, I wasn't mad. I just thought it was funny that you were like, after nine months, we're back on the road. It just seemed like a bad SNL sketch. I was like, after nine (laughs) months, I'm now on the road again. Well, I mean, we all know that if I got pregnant with a baby, I would still go on the road and tell jokes. Nice, nice. You know, Would you bring the baby on stage with you? 
Uh, you know what? It's been in the baby's timing is the answer. I, I was on a show in LA with a lady who was breastfeeding her baby and backstage and all the male comedians were being dickwads. Oh yeah. So she brought the baby on stage with her and whipped her boob out and fed the baby while she was telling jokes. And you know what? I think that's dope. Yeah. Because we deserve to be moms too. It's true that. Uh, I wasn't mad. I just thought it was funny. You were like, after okay. nine, you were like, just, after nine months, I'm going to be back on stage. I was like, just seemed like a perfect opportunity. Like, oh, nine months. Um, I don't know. People accuse me of being pregnant all the time. It's not a big deal. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> they do. Because <laughs> I eat a lot. It's fine. <laughs> I, like fo- I like photies of the old English, man. Get off my back. Get off my shit. Get off my shit. <laughs> Uh, I want to th- keep drinking too much too. It happens all the time. I want to thank uh, Eric and Alex for being on the show. Thanks, uh, you guys could check us out every week, every every Sunday night, six to eight p.m. here, live on Facebook.com forward slash Ten Drink or our our uh, YouTube channel, and something called Periscope. I don't know if that even works. <laughs> it, like every because like, don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't there. know. I don't know. No one chats from the Periscope account. It's weird. <laughs> That's cool. Maybe we'll switch. To, maybe we'll switch back to Twitch. We'll see. No, I hated Twitch. They were so mean to me. They called me fat. Just the the Twitch. The people who own Twitch called you fat. No, oh. the people who when we were on Twitch. Oh, do you yeah. not remember when it's a whole? We'll yeah, talk about it later. I but do, they were I do. mean. I know people are mean out there. It's a weird <laughs> thing. We'll do the next the top ten list of mean people next week. Just kidding. Oh, I have Just a kidding. good top ten list. Um, I want to. Yeah. I want to point out that uh, there's a lot of people here that are on that are in the chat and that are supporting. Uh, we have Brian and Geo make a pod, made a podcast. We have uh, What's Up ABQ. We have uh, Parenting versus Podcast. We have Dos Pequeños. We have True Consequences, and we have Tendering Minimum. And together, we are all part of the Borellis Podcasters Guild and we are actually launching our guild November 14th it's going to be a virtual launch uh, we will post all the stuff out there I've been drinking apparently <laughs> um, and so yeah so look forward to that um, it's, it's pretty exciting stuff uh, a lot of things are happening it's happening really quick um and, you know, because of people like Eric and because of people like Ryan and, you know, whatever, it's all it's all going to happen. It's, it's going to be great. If you want to start a podcast, look up the Borellis Podcasters Guild dot com. Um, it's amazing. Like us on Twitter, like us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media, just like Tendrick Benham. Other than that, thank you guys for all this. With that, we are. We are. Ten drink. Oh, sorry. Minimum. Dang, they did it. Nice. (laughs) I think they were going to do it. Sick.